Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where two mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now, here are your hosts, Darth Jader and Jason Mitchell. Hello, 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 fellow quarantiners. Yeah, Is that what we are? I suppose so. Pandemic survivors. Fellow us. shut-ins. <laughs> yes. We have reached the end of the world, and it is a bleak. Joel Schumacher movie. And it is bleak. <laughs> God. And, uh, well, you, you may have noticed uh, that we're in different surroundings uh, because we have taken advantage of the fact that the world has been abandoned. Yes, uh, we took over an entire building just yes. for this episode. Yes, we've got a fresh water supply. Uh, <laughs> we've got a vegetable garden in the back, uh, so we should be good to go. Oh, we, I thought we were growing weed. Uh-oh. Well, I there's didn't... no law anymore, so I guess. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, that's that's good. Shoof. Yeah. We'll get in trouble for it at the very least. But we also have some guests. Yes, we do. And the what, most guests we've this ever is a had record. on the show. This is yep. a record. Absolutely. And joining us live by Zoom. <laughs> a little awkwardly, albeit, but joining us nonetheless. Why don't, uh, why don't you introduce everybody to everybody? Absolutely. So, you know them, you love them. They've visited our studio before. We have in one corner, Alyssa and young Adam. Say hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> All right. And then, of course, the notorious, the infamous Batman. I've got to come in costume. <laughs> oh, we lost it. Oh, your ear fell. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the real Batman probably faced That's these a, kinds of problems. I'm old Adam. I'm old Adam. I experience a little bit of uh, ear dysfunction. Yeah, oh, they make a they make a pill for that now. Um, His hearing has gone fifty percent. Yeah. Oh my. You look very Batman Year One. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> More, it's very Adam West Batman. Very, no, it's very Dark Knight. No, he looks like the like the '40s black and white serials. Yeah. Yeah. Now he looks like Mickey Mouse because he's like floppy ears. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm getting sort of a I Princess Princess Bride vibe. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the Man in Black. So, as you may have noticed. We're talking a lot about Batman. Hmm. Um, Why and, is that, Jason? And the reason is um, because we thought, well, we didn't think. Well, no, <laughs> we no, just no, threw no. A movie I don't, out of I don't know about we. Uh, this was a Jason recommendation. It was. It was. Um, so I'm not going down for this one. I, I wanted to watch a movie that wasn't just bad. Just so fantastically bad. A fantastic bad movie. That it scarred a generation. Yes. And ruined like four people's careers. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we are, or of course. at least derailed them for a significant period of time. Yeah. We're, yes. we're talking, of course, about the movie that makes the one with Val Kilmer look watchable. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Woo! And uh, you may be able to see it playing in glorious HD behind us. Absolutely. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his blue icy boobs. <laughs> well, and we've already missed the fantastic costume shots with the nipples and the cod pieces and the ass shots uh, while Robin and Batman were gearing up in the Batcave. Yeah, let's let's which, talk. Yeah, God. let's. Well, well, let's before we get too far into it, let's put a little bit of context down. Yeah, which do is, we want a synopsis or? Well. Before we say the synopsis, uh, where was this movie uh, 
This is the fourth of the original fourth installment major yes. production. It wasn't the fourth Batman movie. They had, of course, made Batman the movie in 1968 or something. Yeah, yeah. something like uh, with Burgess Meredith and Cesar Romero. Right, Cesar Romero, who couldn't be bothered to shave his mustache, so they just nope. They just went with it. Um, this is, of course, number four. Number one was Batman with Michael Keaton. Yes, amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, then there was Batman Returns, which sort of warned us all because it wasn't. It started. It started taking a slight nosedive, yeah, just slightly. <laughs> and then the Batman Forever, which, to the best of my knowledge, no one has ever seen Batman Forever. I've seen it plenty. Of do you times. remember anything about it? I do. I remember it better than this one. Oh, I like that one better than this one, honestly. Well, th- that's this not one is hard to, to do. me. This one's much more memorable. Well, I can see why, because of all yeah. the iconic ice puns and yes. just, oh, God. Yes, and Uma Thurman's ass. Well, yeah. And that, it has that going for it. <laughs> so why don't you tell us what the movie's about? Okay, well, the thrilling synopsis on Google is, Batman and Robin try to prevent the evil pair of Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy from freezing the town. While doing so, they also try to continue their partnership. That's the entire synopsis for a two-hour movie. Can you believe it? And it is... Two hours. Yes, it is. It's so much longer than I remember it being. My God. So uh, I want to turn to our guests. Yes. um, Since we actually have Batman, you know, live by phone. Um, (laughs) Mr. Man, um, I put it to you. (laughs) May I call you Bat? (laughs) Yes, 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 you may. Yes, you may. Um, What was the deal? What was the deal, man? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all have good days and bad days. And yeah, this was uh, one of our deeper experiments in humor. I I don't know how to explain it. Use that term lightly, humor. (laughs) I met a lot of words, but Arnold was in it. Yes. Got paid a lot of money. $25 $25 million dollars. Twenty twenty-five million dollars. Yes. yes, he was. Arnold was hot shit. He was. Time. He was a top box office draw. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. why he, he even gets top billing above Clooney, above yeah. everybody, because yeah. he was a bigger star at the time. Well, I heard I I heard, and I don't know if this is true, but that on set he had about ten or eleven retainers that were constantly with him. And he would uh like when he was getting his makeup on. He had people massaging his hands. Oh dear God. And uh, yeah, he had this whole entourage and people would show up. Um, I think like, I'm trying to remember, it was like rock stars and, you know, friends of his would show up and they would, they would bring him cigars. So he's just got a fancy entourage following him around. On yeah. Set. And, oh, and, God. and he actually, the, the cigars that you see in the movie that those are cigars people brought to him. He had them painted white. So he could smoke his, yes, he did. They were painted white Mm. so he could smoke his Cuban cigars because the man loved his cigars. Well, and didn't they incorporate that into the movie? Was that one of his? Because he smokes one at some point. That was his. That was, that was, that was one of Arnie's. That's amazing. Arnie's. (laughs) He's a big cigar guy. Um, How old was everybody when they saw this movie? This would be 1997 (laughs) gang. What year? 97. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I was 12. I don't think I could go in to see it yet. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, in 97, I would have been 9 or 10 years old. Uh, so I was 18. Mm-hmm. I was 5 years old. I was 4. Oh, that's Jesus effing Christ. adorable. So I, I was I was the prime demographic for this movie. Yeah. We, rent, we, rented it on, we rented it on VHS when it came out. Um, 
to blockbuster. Which is a very old sentence to even utter yeah. out loud. So yeah. I, I do have to commend you for that one, young Adam. It's uh, fair. And we were discussing today before we even got on camera the fact that we each had to pay, what, what $4 to rent this monstrosity yeah. on yes. Amazon was- Prime? Way too much money, in well, my personal opinion. Oh, yeah. oh. I was much. actually going to go out and buy it on like Blu-ray for five bucks, but uh, it's <laughs> Corona, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Prime doesn't exist anymore. Things just show up when they're going to show up. Let, let's talk about the beginning because uh, Batman and Robin have mm-hmm. uh, have have confronted Mister Freeze, who is stealing diamonds because yes. his suit is powered by diamonds. Yes. Yes. Um, Inexplicably, Mister Mr. <laughs> the Iceman cometh. <laughs> Listen, I just love the fact that Mr. Freeze, who makes all kinds of ice puns, yes. has a suit powered by diamonds, which slang word is ice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that was the theme. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just I, I'm just amazed that someone actually wrote this, that someone sat down at presumably a computer um, mm-hmm. and, and wrote those one liners and. and was he, I have to wonder, was the screenwriter when he would write, take a chill pill, did he just take a shot of vodka? <laughs> absinthe. <laughs> I think it was absinthe. <laughs> he just shakes a shot, fuck my life. Yeah. yeah. Something akin to that. Even Well, and not just Mr. Freeze. I want a car. Either. Chicks take the car. Exactly. That's the line that the movie starts out with. And then. This is why uh, Superman works alone. Precisely. Ah, 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 and my thought to that was, yeah, Robin, maybe you don't have a car, but at least he doesn't make you ride bitch like with the ambiguously gay duo. So yeah. there is that. Yeah. So I now, now I know I'm looking way too much into this for this movie. Oh, go all, for it. But now that he's implying that Superman exists, where the hell is Superman? Oh, he can't be bothered. Metropolis, duh. Yeah, it's like a Captain Marvel. They made such a big deal about her appearing in the MCU, and then she shows up for like 12 minutes, and that's pretty much it. I've got other things yeah. to do, guys. Uh, so I'm guessing that's... Well, yeah, that's that's sort of how it is. With, I mean, that's even how it is in the comics. You know, people frequently say, you know, man, can't... Can Batman pick up the phone, call soup? And and it's almost like, is it an ego thing? Is it, Mr. Man, I put it to you. Is it an ego thing that you do not call Superman to ask him for help? I can do this alone. <laughs> yeah, hey, this can. is my, my thought is they maybe tried to recapture the campiness of the 60s, the oh, 60s yeah. TV show in the movie. But oh, yeah. A yeah. Lot, you know, all the writers who successfully pulled that off were dead. And so they <laughs> yeah. tried again. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't I was do telling, all. I was telling Darth Jader earlier that just you have to look at this movie as a big budget version of the Adam West TV show. It is. It absolutely is, and yeah. I, I think that's why it failed uh, ultimately because, like you said, you didn't have those writers who understood camp. And if well, not only that, but the, everything was so rushed because by the time this movie came around, people, you know, they dug deep in their pockets. They spent hundreds of millions or millions of dollars to make it, and it did bring back. Over a hundred million in the box office, but the whole rush of it, the script took less time than it should have. Everything was rushed because they were in a huge hurry to make toys. Yeah. That they were well, obsessed with they, making money they, off of that. They were in such a rush to make toys that they took the the um, storyboard art and they gave it to the toy makers and the original Batgirl costume yeah. had a full cowl like Batman does. Okay. And they ultimately changed it not in time for the toys. And so the toys actually went out with the cowl. Oh my God. Yeah. A lot of confused children. I can imagine. I should have looked for this. I have an original George Clooney 
Batman action figure that came out when the movie oh, came out. Oh and Lord. you can like push his head into his body and put the cowl and cape on top of it. Oh. And you can put, there's attachable um, ice skates. Yes, that's another thing. All the convenient gadgets that just yeah. happen in this movie. Like, oh, thank God Alfred thought to sew in those... Those well, blades into it, our boots, Robin. Well, and what's what's weird about the decision to do the 60s camp thing is that, you know, the first Batman, the 1989 Batman mm. um, with uh, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Sorry, with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. There you go. Because um, yeah. he got top he got top billing also. Uh, he should have. Yeah. Um, well, that's part of the problem, I think, is that Tim Burton came along and changed everybody's perception of Batman so drastically with such a dark take on everything that. I don't think people were like ready to just go back to campy Batman again. No, well, now hold no. on a second. That was not Tim Burton. That was Frank Miller. He rewrote the, the comic wise con- yes. concept of it, but uh, made a film. I just thought maybe I could one up you, young Adam. <laughs> no, but you you are right because if you've ever if you've ever read The Dark Knight, it's I mean it's gritty. It's you know it's 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 a bit of a rough ride. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's where the Christopher Nolan. Batman's ultimately landed as far right. as tone. Um, it's actually dark. It's even darker than those. Well, um, and even with this decision, because Val Kilmer was in Batman forever immediately before Batman and Robin, and part of the reason why he decided not to return as Batman is because he wanted to do Island of Dr. Moreau because Marlon Brando was in it. And he apparently got a very swollen head, like even Joel Schumacher was quoted as saying, yeah, being Batman the first time around when we went on the press tour, it just got in Kilmer's head. And he goes, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that. But the thing is, he wanted to do Moreau because Marlon Brando was going to be in it. And he thought that George Clooney would bring a lighter representation to Batman, which it's like it's like you were saying. I don't think people were expecting that really sharp turn. Yeah, can I just point out uh, one thing here? One of the things that annoys me to no end in this movie is the fact that in this movie, hot equals red cold equals blue. Well, yeah. So if like literally Batman hottest fire isn't blue or anything. Yeah. Well, but it's like Batman's heating up the water to, to thaw out Robin and it turns red. Which I'm, ju- I'm just amazed that Batman can deadlift an ice encased Robin. Oh, he's a strong man. He, he just deadlifts he's him strong. and puts him in a he's pool. Strong man. I know he's strong, but is he that strong? He's just a regular guy at the end of the day. He's not Superman. He can't You've got just, 11 like, minutes <laughs> to thaw these people. Commissioner. But yeah, imagine the Christopher Nolan, like imagine um, uh, Christian Bale, Christian Bale in this movie, though. And, he, you know, he would just punch Poison Ivy square in the face. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah, you got to throw her in front of a train. <laughs> you know? Well, I don't know. That depends if her pheromone hey. does hit him in the face first. So I think he'd, I think he'd be immune. He'd banger than throw in front of a train. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Yeah, that that's the uh, ultimate revenge. That, yeah. Christopher Nolan would. Yeah. You know. This is the movie that single-handedly killed the Batman franchise for yes. eight years. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I read somewhere, I don't know who said this, but, um, and I thought this was a good observation, that if you think about it, it's the most important comic book movie ever made. Do tell. Because it forced everyone, all the studios, to completely reevaluate uh, how you do comic book movies. You know, that's a good point. And can I point out real quick, just as an aside, the scientist here... Yes. Um, okay. Have you ever seen? Well, first of all, uh, Gremlins two. John Glover. Yeah, uh, Gremlins two. Yes. But oh, I who can figure out Gremlins two? Yeah. The new batch. There's but, about as much science in that movie as there is in this one. So you know. Yeah. See, and 
But I like that movie though. No, I love Gremlins. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But I like Gremlins too. But they rely too heavily on science that's just utterly nonsensical, which I guess is the yeah. comic book shtick because it doesn't make any sense. But um, God, there's so much to talk about. Um, I the only really one you is. notice is like it does the exact same thing as the Captain America serum, and it's also called Super Soldier Serum. Oh yeah, I did not pick up on that. That's good a good catch. point. Good catch. It was very smart of him to go ahead and put him in an oversized uh, iron diaper. Yeah, because you know, I mean he had smart. to grow into it. And it, and and I guess the shoes were bigger. I'm supposing, but yeah, it, you know. he just he's got this what Doctor Isley calls uh, the Gilgamesh wing because he's doing these really weird experiments and uh, he drills bio ducts in the brain of a felon, a multiple murderous felon, yes. into his limbic system and turns uh, him into El Santo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Turns him into a bigger guy than Arnold. So, El, El Santo will save us. Exactly. And then, An actor who tragically died right after this movie. Really? Aww. Yep. He died. Uh, he was 40 years old when he died. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Um, who, di- who died? The actor who plays Bane. 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 Yeah. I thought his name was Abby something. I don't know. <laughs> Abby Norval? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's enough out of you, Mr. Man. <laughs> that works on the whole I got Arnold to play Bane in this movie. And totally. I love that. I yeah. love that. Uh, so Uma Thurman's character, she's trying to crossbreed plants and animals. So that plants can defend themselves just as aggressively as, you know, say like a rattlesnake. Yeah. And uh, she's not a great scientist. No. <laughs> uh-uh. um, I just love the fact that they do the classic 90s thing, which is like the hot girl who oh, yeah, is yeah. secretly hot. Is oh, just but she wears, wears like glasses. Clothes and glasses. Yes, and yeah. so she becomes poison ivy. Yeah. Well, you know, she fell into that pit of makeup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and body and tight winter. clothing. Yeah, body yeah. Body yeah. It, it was like a she's all that transformation. No, that's yes. exactly yeah. what it was. You take yeah. off glasses, and oh my god, she was hot the whole time. You just didn't realize. Wait, you mean love don't mean a thing? Both. Oh, okay. they both do that. But yeah, so Dr. Jason Woodrow is bastardizing Uma Thurman's work, and he's making these super soldiers like Bane, and he's selling them to the highest black market bidder. Yes. So that's what's Being happening. Starting there. at ten million dollars. Yes. yes, and I love the line that goes with that because he's got one of his bidders on the phone. He goes, "We'll have a flawless super soldier out to you tomorrow by overnight mail." It's ha, just it's ha, so bad. Ha, ha. Like, again, did the screenwriter <laughs> even before? Yeah, did the screenwriter write that and laugh, or did he uh. write it and just cry a little tear? <laughs> it's my favorite moment of Uma Thurman's acting, by the way. You can't do that to the plants. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, well, I'm not my rejection, so now you'll die." So is she like an anti-vegetarian? Like, does she just eat meat because she just hates animals? You gotta wonder. <laughs> Well, she doesn't hate animals. She wants plants to have the same capabilities as animals. So you got you have to wonder what she does subsist on. Yeah. Maybe that's why she they... She hates people. She hates men, primarily. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Well, in uh, this great part, we She's haven't She's like gotten... if Gail was a bad guy. <laughs> Gail from... <laughs> from Bob's Burgers. Oh, your kisses are so much different oh, from my plants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah got my gales mixed up so yeah uh dr monroe i think his name is uh shoves or woodrow dr woodrow uh who was also in uh in the mouth of madness which i watched uh I, night before last not familiar yeah oh good movie if you if, if you is that the john carpenter movie? yes the john carpenter movie i still have never seen that one i i was surprised how much i enjoyed it quarantine recommendation yeah definitely Jason. if it's if it's late at night and you want a good tone like a good creepy tone 
that it's it's good. And Sam Neill's in it, and he's fantastic. Well, I always love some John Carpenter action. And yeah. here's another great bout of science <laughs> with <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dr. Freeze. <laughs> Just the shot of Arnold. Whoa, I'm falling into <laughs> the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the science behind falling into below freezing water. And it, it, but there's something like this in every superhero movie. Like, oh, oh yeah. Spider-Man got bitten and now he's superhero. But, but this, like, is, yeah. this is the laziest. No, the, it's, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, it's similar to what they did with Harley Quinn. Like yes. they pushed her into a vat of chemicals. Yeah, she became Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Or it's uh, that happened with Jack Nicholson in the first Batman movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then how Harvey had acid thrown in his face and became a supervillain. So yeah, I love the classic supervillain tropes. They're great. Yeah, I just love the fact that they make it a point to describe Arnold Schwarzenegger's version of <laughs> Doctor Freeze yes. as a ten time decathlon. Decathlon yes. Olympian and yeah. scientist. Well, yeah. in, because in the comics, if we recall, Mr. Freeze is this scrawny little thing. He's not this super buff villain. Yeah, his thing is he freezes stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. that's his weapon. He's, Let he's, it go. He's not also a monster on top of that. Yeah. So I guess they had to write that in to yeah. explain why Mr. Freeze in yeah. this one is suddenly a gigantic you know, hey, let's do let's, let's do a fan theory. Let, let's uh, let's figure out how we can put this and Frozen in the same universe. Oh god, I've never seen Frozen. I refuse to see it. So. You've never seen Frozen? I haven't. I don't even. Mr. I've never Freeze. even. You are a better person for it. Mr. Freeze is secretly Elsa's real baby daddy. I I, I think that, yeah. Uma Thurman's her actual mom. Mm. Yeah. Hey. I love it. Okay. Yeah, hey guys. Hey guys. I have to ask. What's killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> when I saw that, I thought the funniest oh, thing in the world would have been if he had said, what killed the dinosaurs? And Batman said, a comet? <laughs> and just totally ruined his joke. <laughs> well, and we were even talking about this off camera before we started rolling. It's a, The whole script is bad puns. Like Jason said, it would have made more sense if somebody made a bad pun or a dad joke, as it were, and then Robin looks at him and goes, "Come on, man, <laughs> yeah, really?" On, like it's like it's like a meme of the Walking Phoenix Joker. All you have are bad puns. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Even like Robin when you himself. <laughs> Why, when men fall into liquid, they come out ugly, and then when women do, they come out like supermodels? It's, it's huh. strange. It's one of the few well, gender advancements that's that we very, have. That's a very good point. It's like it's like objectifying villainesses. Yeah, it's like Lex. You know what? Because nobody wants to look like look at an ugly female villain. This is true. And plus, true. Adam, I have to tell you, even though she came out hot, her clothes still don't have pockets. So whatever. Right? <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> That's because the men pay all the tabs. Yeah, exactly. well, Bat- Batman doesn't have mm. pockets, but he seems to always have he's all the shit really he needs. He's got that really roomy yeah. cod piece. Yeah, he's <laughs> so got it. Hang on a second. Let me, let me, I got, hang on. I got, I got, I got something in here for this. <laughs> and he's got a utility belt. So yeah, like Adam says, he doesn't need yeah. pockets. classic Adam West trope where he has exactly what he needs at that time. Oh my yes. God. The bat credit card. Oh, I, I wanted I wanted to vom- I wanted to vomit and and burn my TV. Never leave the cave without it. God. And then that awful line he has where Robin runs into that vase in the Antiquities Museum and you break it, you bought it. And it's just like, oh God, guys, come by, on. By I, the way, when I was cheese. five years old and watched this, this was my second favorite Batman movie next to the 89 movie. Just just saying. Okay. Well, I can see, I mean, a little kid watching it and it... it that's who it was made for. Especially a single-digit boy it? staring at Uma Thurman for an hour and a half yes. like, in the, the tight eye. Well, outfit. at five years old, you, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I started, I started going through puberty. Oh, I started feeling things. Exactly. All I'm saying, <laughs> she is jump that started this it. Is my little brother's favorite Batman movie, and he <laughs> would, at three years old, tell my mother, "I love Poison Ivy. I'm gonna marry her. There you Look go. how beautiful she is." See, and yeah. that's the little boy version of that. So there. Show him kill. Show him kill Bill. <laughs> and of course, you get this. Oh, we're we're at the moment right now. She. uh she just sort of blossoms out of the earth because now she's a super hot villain. And she, her, the, 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 all the, all the, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, somehow, somehow the acid in the dirt made her shirt a crop top. Yeah. That, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, it's like Laura Croft Tomb Raider now. Yeah. Very Laura Croft. It's like Laura Croft meets Pebbles from the Flintstones. And apparently she's still <laughs> yeah. regenerating because she hasn't gotten her accent down yet. Yeah. She turns into a Southern <laughs> belle later in the movie, yeah. but I love the line where she does kill uh, the doctor who, you know, uh, pushed her in the first place. Cause she says that her, like her blood was replaced with aloe. Uh, and then her lips were filled with venom yet. She's called Poison yeah. ivy, because yeah. those are two different things. But yeah, what would I know? They are, and well, venom was already taken. That's Spider-Man's. Arch That's true. Nemesis. Yeah, I suppose she could be poison. Yeah. yeah, she could be venomous ivy. I don't know. Like, it, who knows? I mean, she keeps like referring to herself until she decides on poison ivy as Mother Nature. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We, She's yeah. got we some delusions. Talk about Mr. Freeze. Yes, yes. No, we've we have to. Oh my god! The demon hockey players are the best. And he's okay. So for people who are playing along at home. Uh, Mr. Freeze is in his lair wearing a uh, bathrobe and and very comfy looking uh, polar, pant- bear po- polar bear slippies, <laughs> even though he wants to be cold, like he has to be cold. Why would he wouldn't he be reveling in the fact that he'd be running around naked? And he has like half naked Vivica A. Fox just hanging out on retainer, I suppose. Yes. And yet he's he's there just to reject her. Well, she's apparently yes. yeah, she's apparently on her way to audition for the fifth element. Yes. He can't get aroused anymore. So why is she there? Right. That's well, the and, question we asked because she was like, I just want to be with you. And he was like, sorry, only for my wife. I'm like, then why is she there in yeah. lingerie? It's just and, a waste of money. Yeah, and then she just okay fine (laughs) so Alyssa, i pose a question to you and the boys are going to roll their eyes for a second because it's a twilight comparison question yes if mr freeze is cold everywhere you mean even his ding dong yes Yes. how is anybody (laughs) ever going to hook up with him ever again um yeah well i guess it stays it stays icy hard for as that's long true as- oh. no but okay that's so true isn't it true that when it's cold it shrinks so yeah. no shrink it you're right breathe all the time make it like a raisin that's true his testicles his so. testicles are have retreated all the way back up uh, like next to his kidneys <laughs> he's not even yeah. sure what gender he is anymore yeah yeah shrinkage is real guys bloody hell i'm a woman Oh, which is I wish, which is why the girls love him because then they don't have to give any attention to the testicles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and why is his wife in a secret compartment in the? Fr- I don't even. What, what's with the frozen TV dinners being the trap door and everything? I don't know. Is it the freezer? No, I, I am actually curious about this huh? shot, and this is my one filmmaking question for this whole movie. Um, mm. Because at first I thought they had an actress standing in front of like a panel and they were just blowing bubbles through water. Right. But she actually does look like if like you she's look, floating. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out if that's not CG. They they didn't do that that well back no. then. No. So it, she is actually, I, I guess they had an actress 
You don't think they made a fake woman? I'm thinking either A, they have an actress and she's just holding her breath really, really well. Or yeah. B, they made a wax figure of the same actress. They might and have. Stuck right in the back. For yeah. hundred million bucks. A fake woman. Maybe, maybe a, you know, a rejection from a wax museum that they don't yeah. want to have on display. Well, if, well, if you go to a, a pizza hut and you see Joel Schumacher, maybe you can ask him. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless he's busting a table. If he, nipples. Yeah. Wasn't Pizza Hut giving out toys from this movie too? Probably. I want to say back in '97 but, that would have been very likely. You I know, I, I, you know, I want to take that back though because one thing about Joel Schumacher that actually impressed me in in doing research for this episode was that he actually uh, he takes full credit. Yeah, like, you were he, telling me about he, this. He said, "Don't blame the screenwriter. Don't blame the actor. The actors did a great job. The screenwriter did a great job. It's my fault. My name is on the top of the movie. If you're going to blame anybody, blame me." That's big of him. And you know, I mean, well, and, and tell the tell uh, the uh, the ladies and gentlemen uh, the story of George Clooney. Yes. Yeah, so this yeah. is a rumor that I have not substantiated, but I have always heard for years and years that when people would run up to George Clooney after this movie came out and tell him, oh, Mr. Clooney, I saw you in Batman, he would give them $8. He would refund them to the refund price their of the movie. Ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about oh, that. I've always heard that, and I really hope it's true. Well, supposedly, that. supposedly he, because uh, he was still doing uh, ER, ER at yeah. the time, and supposedly... He'd come a long way from Roseanne yeah. as Booker. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he showed up on the ER set in his full Batman kit uh, just to say hi to everybody Oh, as my Batman. God, that's I adorable. Because if... If you ever get to dress up as Batman and you don't go to where you work, what's wrong with you? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you got the real, it's like Ben on Parks and Recreation. He just wears that, that costume around the house yeah. every time he gets the opportunity. <laughs> Let, let's uh, let's talk about Alicia Silverstone. Oh, poor Alicia. Be Coming off of that clueless fame. Yeah. yeah. This uh, yeah. this is really disappointing what happened to her. Yeah, tell us um, this. This is a great story. It's uh, very sad, though. Apparently, Alicia Silverstone made the horrible, uh, committed the horrible sin of gaining a couple of extra pounds. Which in Hollywood, yeah, and that's that, the carnal, carnal yeah, and sin. And that, that became the new story about this production. Mm -hmm. uh, what? Yeah. Um, they cut really? scenes. Yeah, they cut scenes. Because you'll notice she's really not in the movie that much, but it feels like much. it feels like she should be. Uh, they cut scenes. They minimized her time in her costume. And there was a guy in the art department who actually drew um, something that looked like a Batman uh, comic cover or a, a, maybe it was a movie poster of them trying to put a girdle on her. Oh, that's so hateful. It was it was absolutely. And Joel Schumacher, again, to his credit, he went out and he kept telling people like, guys, you can't do this. This is a teenage girl yeah you're gonna mess with her body image forever you know i mean yeah, like really. you're, you're horrible human beings yeah well uh, you know what alicia silverstone if you're for some reason watching this right now you looked good in that movie yes you don't did. let anybody tell you otherwise yes. you made that suit look good girl don't let anybody because you, you know uma thurman you know she's got the hot thing going on because of the costume but, yeah but you're prettier Oh, I mean, well, and it's funny because uh, several different actresses, as is wont to happen, were considered for different roles or like uh, especially with Uma Thurman. Demi Moore could have been Poison Ivy or oh, um, Demi Moore. That would have been awesome. Good. Been good. Or Sharon Stone, two wildly Sharon different Stone. actresses. Sharon Stone um, would have went too sexual with it. Yeah. As if that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. And then this will this will really get your goat. Uh, guess who was considered for Batman before Clooney came on board? Michael Keaton? David Duchovny. 
Oh my God, <laughs> David Duchovny! Oh yeah, David Duchovny was actually considered in the, in the uh, Christopher Nolan. I he, can see he, it. He, yeah, he was actually in the running to play Batman for uh, Batman Begins. But but here's the biggest one. Guess who was considered as Mister Freeze before Arnold came on board? Never heard of X- Bruce Willis. Michael Dukakis. <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. Actually, ah. do you know who was supposed to play Mr. Freeze? Tell me. Patrick Stewart. Patrick I've heard Stewart. Of that rumor. Yeah, yeah, hey, no, that's my dream casting for that yeah. role. That would have been pretty cool. And yeah. he's got the build for it too. He looks like Mr. Freeze. But, oh god. <laughs> it would be so sad watching this if it was Patrick Stewart. That's it was true. I mean, well, of course, then he went and made Star Trek Picard. So, uh, you know, let's just, I mean, there's Dragonheart too, a, a oh, movie yeah. that I love from my childhood, but I know it's not a great one. So we'll Dra- just skip right past that. Dragonheart is a movie that gets a very firm meh from me. Like I it's not one way or the, the other. Sean Connery movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. yeah. What was that other one? That came, uh, the night movie first night. Or yeah. That? Yeah. So anyway, Batman. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Uma Thurman is um, crazy. She's Scarlett O'Hara as Poison Ivy. <laughs> Eventually, oh my God. I, I'm, we got to talk more about Bane. Uh, <laughs> Bane. Bane. What? What was happening here? I don't even know. For, I love how he's wearing a trench coat and a fedora, like the classic yeah. disguise. Because those tubes <laughs> springing out of his head aren't obvious enough that he's a complete monster. That, that observatory, <laughs> though, that observatory is pretty awesome. I know. I, that's the one thing that, I, that you have to appreciate about this movie. The sets are incredible. Oh, the sets are great. Yeah. They put all the money in the sets and the visuals and yeah. Arnold's salary. Yeah. Well, you know, and I've said this before about big budget movies. You know, if you watch a bad big budget movie, you know, yes, you know, the script or the acting or the director or whatever is bad, but there's all of these really talented people that they don't, you know, they just got hired. Right. And they're the people who, you know, do the set designs. I mean, there's somebody who goes out and buys the GAC. You know, the stuff, the little mm-hmm. things you put everywhere, you know, and those people are so talented and they don't get Academy Awards. Nobody knows who they are. No, you but, don't. You don't hear about Jim for his amazing boom work. Right. Like, but just... they they make the movies, though. Oh, absolutely. Like, they're We've the people who actually make them. And L the, oh. L, the body McPherson. Oh, Mr. Brown, this is a note specifically for you because they, what's her name? Gossip Gertie from the news. Uh, who yeah. does all the announcing? She reminds me of uh, that newscaster lady from Death Race 2000 because she even <laughs> and I wonder no because seriously she says the exact same line and so I wonder if it's an homage to Death Race because she goes, "I'm here with my close personal friend Bruce Wayne" and it's almost the exact same delivery. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I like, thought it, I, I thought of that, that when I, when she said that line. No, it's almost. I I have to consider it an homage because it's the exact same line. So I, you gotta wonder. So it's not uh, the same actress, is it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But oh yeah, here she is in her glasses and her nerdy, you know, professor costume <laughs> before they let See, her be hot. I'm not pretty. I'm not hot. Look at me. I'm wearing glasses. And her yeah, hair's all tussled, uh, and it, it's even a wig. But yeah, she yeah. and she's telling Bruce to basically let people starve. With and freeze her to death. ponytail and her glasses, <laughs> and then you She's have uh, like a tree. Yeah, who's the supermodel dating Bruce? I cannot think of L. Her McPherson. Name. L. McPherson. Thank L. You. The body McPherson. Yes. Yeah. Who did a stint on Friends as well? They uh, they asked everybody in an interview if you could take home anything from the movie, what would it be? And Arnold said he wanted the suit, um, the ice Mister well, Freeze sure. suit, and uh, Uma Thurman said she wanted the uh, Ivy throne. 
And George Clooney said he wanted Elle McPherson. <laughs> he would. They even, such a 90s Clooney move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. they even do a nod to his, you know, singledom because he was so famous for being the, you know, permanent bachelor for so long. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. Adam told me. He, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't believe in marriage. No, and uh, they even make a nod to that because uh, the the gossip Gertie lady's like, so when are you two tying the knot? And he's like, Oh geez, uh, you want to help me out here? And she's like, yeah, we're good. Can I just? I point literally out, looked I, at Alyssa when we were watching this and said, "There's no acting going on here." No, no he's no. he's sweating bullets. <laughs> can can, uh, can I just point out that the Gotham Observatory security guards have like the best uniforms in the world and yeah. zero skills <laughs> and no skills, no, no skills no. because it, like Uma Thurman just walks in front of them, they're escorting her out, and she literally lays out her whole plan out yes. loud. Yes, and they do nothing. Yeah, did you say something? <laughs> That's, it was pre-9-11. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that would explain a lot. You know, you are right, though. Yeah, but no, you are absolutely right. There is, I mean, the, the what was the Batman, the post-Batman, or post-9-11 Batman, dark, gritty, yeah. everything sucks. You, you know? couldn't, you could turn on an alarm and the police would actually show up, unlike in Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bruce Willis could have played Batman. Oh I think, yeah, I think I think Bruce Willis could have. Well, played see, that. I think Clooney made a good Bruce Wayne because I mean, in real life, he's a suave oh, yeah, bachelor type. Yeah. He made a great Bruce Wayne. He's just, but and another thing about him is Batman. If memory serves, even Kilmer changed his voice a little bit, like firmed it up when he was in the suit. George Clooney is the only one. Well, besides maybe Michael. Keaton. It was it was all done in post. Uh, oh, okay. Because about ninety seven percent of the dialogue in this movie was looped. Oh, I did um, be, not know that. Because that the sets, sense. all of the sets that they built were very loud sets. There was always stuff moving. And they're vast. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're echoey. And, the, you know, there's always like steam coming up. And so most of the dialogue, almost every word of dialogue was re-recorded in, um, in a, a, sound, a sound booth. Gotcha. And so, and, and they would do a little bit to Clooney's voice when he was Batman, they would, they would try to firm it up a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he, but you're right. He didn't actually change his, his voice. No, not at that all. Was, yeah. Like, cause if memory serves, I think Kilmer did firm his up a little bit, but Clooney's the only one who talks the exact same way, whether he's Bruce Wayne or Batman, just no difference whatsoever. So you'd think and, that someone would did, pick up on that. How did Mr. Freeze attract his henchmen? The working conditions are miserable. Maybe he has a, <laughs> Incredible salary and great benefits. Great benefits, but, yeah. Well, he has a lot of diamonds on hand, but I guess they all have to go to the suit. So what's he paying them with? I was thinking that. They were eating, they were eating frozen TV dinners. They were <laughs> working conditions were horrendous. Well, wait, maybe, well, maybe they're interns. Well, and Mr. Brown, I have to ask you, have you seen the little uh, famous documentary on Netflix called Tiger King? Did you yes. see the conditions that those poor oh, yeah. bastards were working in? My God. Uh, yeah, I've heard it's, much about it, but I haven't yet dared do it. Way Dare worse, I, way worse than Mr. I, I started it and uh, gay Joe, gay Joe Dirt, and Tigers. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. pretty much my what it boils down to. My friends, <laughs> everyone on the internet. Yeah. Everyone on the internet tells me to do it. I do it. <laughs> so, uh, Poison Ivy makes her, her appearance, and this is actually a nod to, um, Oh, not Betty Davis. Um, there's a movie from 1938, I, I think, can't help where you. I they, they literally do the exact same. It's a cabaret act that starts and she's in a gorilla costume. Oh, 
I was wondering about that because of all there's already these very attractive half naked ladies up on stage that men are bidding over and everyone yes. gets distracted by a big hairy Muppet gorilla costume. Yes. Of all things. Like the sexiest gorilla ever. <laughs> well, once she takes the costume off, sure, but they don't know who's under it when but it that's first how sexy she is. Essentially dancing. Pe- people are looking going, That gorilla's got something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'll pay fifty thousand dollars for that gorilla. Pheromone dust. Yeah. Does Bane's gorilla dance too? No. I think he just follows her around. He's just in disguise. Yeah. Uh, Disguise. (laughs) Disguise. It must be terrible. Imagine how awful. Yeah. Imagine how awful it would be living with Bane. You know, I mean, at least twice a day you'd hear poop. (laughs) (laughs) I love this version of Bane. Oh, God. This is not the Bane from the comic books. No. No. And it's so weird because. The Bane from the comic books, one of the overriding defining characteristics is the fact that he's really smart. Right. Yes. And so it's so weird that you're going to, you know, well, we'll just, wasn't there somebody else in the Batman canon, some other, you know, henchman that they could have picked? I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest comic book expert. Well, and then you have the Tom Hardy one who sounds like Sean Connery yes. speaking into a bucket. Yes. So uh, it's true. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's different with, a bowl with every of scotch. <laughs> Neither of the movie Bane's are correct. Bane, where are you from, Bane? Gotham. Yeah. I'm Egyptian. <laughs> I'm Egyptian, like in the Highlander. So yeah, this is the high point of the movie. Um, specifically, <laughs> specifically one shot here, and that's the high point of the movie. Um, Figuratively, and is it Uma Thurman's ass. Yeah, yeah Uma Thurman's <laughs> ass. Yeah. That's that's it, and uh, I'm done. So uh, it's been great. I hope you've uh, enjoyed. <laughs> it's been a fun uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Up here it comes Jason. Here it comes. And there we go. The high point no. of the movie. Yep. Where you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll move there. And then, oh, look at that. That's. Oh, oh. But wait a minute! Reminds if she, me, but if she turned jolly, yeah. jolly Green Giant. <laughs> okay, explain. Is this like one of those puberty things, or? Well, remember the Jolly Green Giant? He had the same outfit that that she had on, and I don't know the angle of her buttocks made it look a bit large. So anyway, one thing leads to another, but nevertheless, she's dancing now, so I'll be quiet. Yes. <laughs> and what an entrance. I do have to say this because uh, in the beginning of the movie, Batman makes the exact same entrance that he made in Batman Forever when Jim Carrey goes, your entrance was good, his was better. better. Batman just, they did the same shot of him just sh- like shattering the glass and hello, Mr. Freeze, and he's just yeah. there. Whereas Uma Thurman, I think she's got the best entrance in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. He's oh, right. yeah. Well, and it's, Falling into uh, a I, crowd of adoring men. Yes. Absolutely. This well, is just, when a lot of little boys watching the movie started to ask their parents questions about their body. <laughs> yes. Then well, I feel fizzy. Well, and she's, you know, infecting, she's got Batman and Robin under her spell with her pheromone dust. And she's, you know, it is kind of inappropriate for the little kids that would have been watching this because she, they're bidding on her. And she goes, whoever bids on me, I'll bring everything you see and everything you don't. Yeah. It's just, why don't you come up and see me sometimes? Marilyn, who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> I this was a children's film. Yeah. You would think so. But, and I mean, her mask is okay. It's not as good as mine. But well, well, don't forget, this was in an era. <laughs> this was in an era when you would make a movie specifically aimed at children and then say episode three of that series have the main character butcher a lot of children. So, 
Yeah. You know, they didn't really know what they were doing when it came to that. Um, yeah, I suppose so. What I like is that the pheromones, apparently, um, they make people fall in love with her. And also they inspire amazing choreography. Choreography <laughs> you know? yeah. and jealousy. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, that's when, well, Batman and Robin have their first lover snit uh, when they mess up, you know, not getting Mr. Freeze in the beginning. And then... Oh, now they're fighting over Poison Ivy instead of being in love with each other, which, you know, is the rightful way of Batman and Robin. I was so I was about to make rightful. that joke, too, you know, <laughs> like she uses the pheromones. <laughs> it's Why not going to work, Yoko sister. Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just come to an agreement and have a threesome, you know? Yeah. I don't think. Oh, the express card. Yeah. <laughs> And they're bidding on her and they just jump up oh, four million dollars, six million dollars. And yeah, He's like, I'll borrow it from you. <laughs> yeah. Four million. Oh, and then, line's coming up pretty soon. And again, if it was Evan Costello, it would it would work. But the comedic delivery just isn't there. No. Well, I don't think Chris <laughs> Where are you going to get the money from? I'll borrow it from you. Well, I don't think Chris O'Donnell and Clooney really had any chemistry. I think no. Kilmer and, Clo- and Kilmer and Chris O'Donnell have much better chemistry as Batman and Robin. Well, I, I will make that yeah. argument. Yeah. Yeah. Clooney really needed to be doing this movie solo. Yeah, he he didn't need people to play off of. Yeah. He doesn't have, and he's kind of funny. Like when you see him in Ocean's Eleven, he and Brad Pitt somehow made that work, but it still wasn't hilarious, fall down funny. It was just kind of, it was all in the writing. It wasn't even really in the delivery. Also, can I point out how long it's been since we've seen Alicia Silverstone? She kind of quit acting, yeah, so it has. No, I'm in in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she's she's. She's doing stuff. She's doing like Hallmark movies. She's on the treadmill right now, yeah. losing weight. Uh, oh, probably oh. so. She's crying over her cottage cheese. She's oh. crying in her trailer. Oh. Being ice cream. <laughs> oh. Y'all are so mean. Oh my God. Well, like, oh, so, while is... some awful man of this movie is like, all right, it's been two hours. Let's weigh you again. Yeah. Maybe oh. then you'll get yeah. a scene. Look at all that sweet and low. This is my favorite line coming up when Arnold's asking for the diamond from Poison Ivy. Oh, yes. He's like, he's, he sent me a clip. Do it for us, Adam. He's like, give me the diamond garden gal. <laughs> and he's guessing her name, and it's just like, plant lady. Like, oh. he, he doesn't even make plant good guesses. Lady? They're so awful. Fine woman. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And the future she, governor of California, ladies and, and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> future well, governor. Did anybody see his recent clip where it was a quarantine video? So I guess you have to consider he's a little off just like the rest of us right now. But there's a donkey and a small pony in his home. He's at his kitchen table eating salad and they're just sort of nosing up like dogs like they want his food. And he just starts feeding his salad to his pet burrow and, you know, pony. So I think he's gone a little overboard during the quarantine, just like the rest of us. That's amazing. It is. Did you know that this is the second and final time Arnold ever played a villain? Oh. I'm yeah, blanking. That's right. yeah, What's yeah. the other time I'm blanking? Terminator. The original Terminator. Oh, duh. Yeah, Terminator. Okay. Yeah. And apparently he didn't put on the suit that often. It's funny that you say that he wanted to take that as a, you know, a set piece because apparently he let the stunt double wear it as much as possible unless he actually had to well, be in the suit. They had to because in his contract, he had a very specific 12-hour limit per day. Oh, okay. And it took so, so and much it took time so and long. effort. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Kind of like uh, the Can you imagine you can pay $25 million and calling shots like that? Uh, no, I can't. I've never had that kind of power. <laughs> I mean, can you ever. imagine? No. You, you're getting paid $25 million and you're being the dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like $1 million. I mean. Yeah. 200 bucks. 
Yeah. I'll do your movie. I'll do it for free. Oh, and yeah. we, we missed the logical moment right here where uh, Poison Ivy tries to, you know, brainwash the freeze and blow pheromone dust in his face. And he's like, oh, no, I'm too cold for that. Like, it, just because he's cold, uh, pheromones don't affect him anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Or it's true love. <laughs> One way or the other. Yeah. He's or loyal that. to his wife. How sweet. But I do love the fact that, like, in turn, Poison Ivy becomes obsessed with him. And she was like, he doesn't fall for my tricks. I must have him. Yeah, because yeah, Commissioner yeah. Gordon, like, immediately after that says, Miss Ivy, you just met the most notorious man in Gotham. And she's like, that's not a man. That's a god. Yeah. So in, that's where she starts affecting that really crazy accent. Oh, my God. I'm and sorry. This, I'm just... <laughs> this jump scene. <laughs> The, these action, the action sequences, the, like that opening action sequence with Freeze and Batman. There were it, no ropes involved It's at like all. 13 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much skating because, you know, it's 1997. So that oh, was and when then, skating and was And then Batman, there. like, Fred Flintstone's down in the tail of the dinosaur. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Yabba dabba do, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> it's quitting time. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how he just turns off Robin's bike. Yeah, because well, you can do that. Yeah, Absolutely. but it seems like that would be, I don't know. An Even easy more way dangerous. Of, yeah. Maybe he was just trying to kill Robin. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> what you mean, Dick? Yeah. Dick. The flying Dick, dick yes. Yeah. She's Dick's trying Robin. She's trying to kill you, Dick. That's <laughs> <gasps> yeah, her favorite line in the movie. Yeah. I was like cracking up. I was like, well, technically his name is Dick Grayson. I know, but it's so it's greatly true. placed. She's trying to kill you, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this part right here, so... Freeze thinks he's won the day against Batman again. He freezes the Batmobile and he thinks that, okay, I've won. But then Batman ejects and then all you see is him flying toward Freeze's car and Freeze going, oh no. And then all of a sudden he's he's lost. So like there's no fight. There's no nothing. Right. It just suddenly Batman's looming over him with his wings. And it's just, you know, I'm just thinking. Um, yep, he, is. he unveils him like a meal. Yeah. <laughs> I present to you our sacrifice. Dinner is served. He unveils him. The kind of vibe that I'm getting is like the old Sleeping Beauty where like, here is your princess and like whips the cape. Yeah. Yeah. Holy frozen Austrian Batman. (laughs) Oh, and this was the, about the timeline where Schwarzenegger had the affair. Nipples, nipples, (laughs) (laughs) nipples. No, but you guys, this, This was with about the, the time where he had the affair with the housekeeper. Oh, I didn't Lord. realize it was that long ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I didn't realize it was that long ago. My God. Was it really in the 90s when that oh, was God. happening? Yeah, because his when kid Arnold is in his 20s now. Housemaid? Yeah, so that would make sense. I, I just His kid looks like... just like him. Yeah. Have you seen him? He, like, he looks like Conan yeah, Schwarzenegger. Which... And, you know, I didn't know that um, Conan was offered around the same time um, the role of Conan for a third time. Oh. He turned it down, though. Yeah. As... Oh, they were thinking about making Conan 3? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny Conan that his kid looks like him. Conan 2 was awful, so. <laughs> yeah, it was. Arnold yeah. didn't know how to solve a problem like Maria, so now he's got a nail. Maria! Maria! <laughs> but, uh... The Nazis are coming. <laughs> <laughs> my number one customer. <laughs> You're our best customer. Oh, my God. Full circle. <laughs> but George Clooney is still a better Batman than Ben Affleck. What? Everyone's Get a better Batman town. than yeah. Ben Affleck. Everyone's oh a better everything than Ben Affleck. Oh, like, oh my God. I think I'm about to just piss you off, Jason. I think Ben Affleck is the best Batman since Michael Keaton. Get out. Um, out. Get out. <laughs> no. Yeah, turn off his, turn off his yeah, video. I'm yeah, sorry. We're losing this, you. We're losing your signal. Chat. Cancel it. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's wrong, but it's fair. Yeah. You, you <laughs> no, can I mean, his, his, his movies were terrible. I can agree with you on that. Yeah, but I mean, look, Ben Affleck has been this. He's been America's punching bag for for quite for a while, a ever, very long time. Ever since he long and time. Matt Damon broke up, yes. Yeah, ever since Reindeer Games. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, Reindeer Games. Every, every, Talk about a career-ending movie. Yeah. I will say that George Clooney is a better Batman than Ben Affleck is Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair That's comparison. Fair. That's yeah, fair. but in Daredevil, everything was Terrible. bad. Like literally everything. So I. That's a that's a movie for another time. Yeah. <laughs> God. Now I you know before we watch the Daredevil movie, I want to watch uh, the Phantom with Billy Zane. The remember <gasps> I that? remember that <laughs> movie. Yes, in the purple suit. That movie. The movie that destroyed Billy Zane's career. Oh, poor Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Steel with Shaquille O'Neal? Uh, I didn't even know that existed. Shaquille O'Neal starred in his own superhero movie. Oh, and God. that's something you probably never wanted to know. No, I, now I'm scarred for life. Thank you. <laughs> Even more so than what this movie did. But I, I knew a guy that uh, that worked on a, uh, I think it was a TV commercial that uh, Shaq was, was going to be doing. And they, it was a green screen commercial. And they had talked with Shaq's people and they explained to him how it works and all this stuff. And Shaq shows up and he's wearing a green shirt. Like Tina on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, well, no. And and they, they tell him, um, like, Shaq, you know, can we get you to change shirts? Yeah. Because it won't work on the green screen. No. Nope. Flat out refused. What? Would Would not change his shirt. No. Go to hell. I'm not changing my shirt. That makes sense. <laughs> sure, Shaq, why? I uh, think eventually after, like like trying to come up with some alternate literally just writing a new commercial on the spot. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think one of his managers eventually like went to his house and got a shirt and, and came back and said, just, just put just it on. Change the damn just shirt. Change the shirt. But okay. They raise the salary. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question here guys, because uh, so yeah, Batman busts Dr. Freeze and now he's been sent to Arkham Asylum, which is about a million years old yet. It yeah. has a freeze ray to keep him cool. Yeah. How exactly? That, uh, I think that's a, I think a Wayne Industries specifically for him. Wayne Enterprises took yeah. care of that. They yeah. footed the bill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to Bruce, Bruce sprung for the for the freeze ray. He had he to. Did. He had to. Yeah. I want to take he a little. Like, listen, your friendly neighborhood millionaires got <laughs> yeah. solemn. I want to take a little uh, pause from the movie though, right now, and to ask everybody. Uh, so, how's everyone holding up in the uh, the quarantines? How about uh, Mr. B? You look like you're holding up. Very <laughs> Looks like well. his sanity is hanging by a thread. <laughs> you may think I'm wearing this suit just for this movie. <laughs> he's actually been he wearing it for a month. He's worn it for a week. <laughs> yeah, have so you ha uniform? That is important. Have you showered? But I'll tell you, I look forward to getting back together with everyone again. That's what I miss the most. Yeah, you're here. You're here. Yeah, you're here. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been trying. It is. It has been trying. Has anyone lost uh, track of time? Like not known what day it was. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Several Every day. Times. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I've oh. been working. I promise. I've been doing digital learning and everything. But 
this week has been spring break. Uh, I didn't realize what day it was today until <laughs> Adam was like, oh, we have the podcast. Yes. Yeah. That's why I still do those uh, email reminders, gentlemen, so that at least something will exist to pop up and remind me to show up. So yeah. Yeah. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, when I was actually like working from home, I knew what day it was at all times. But then when I my job put me on hold temporarily, I'm like, I don't I lost all track of time. Yeah, it, it is amazing how quickly you can become disassociated from, from that stuff, you know, with your, with yeah. your, you know, your routines. I, I read once where, um, uh, I don't know who it was that did this, but it was, it was a way of interrogating prisoners was that you would turn a light on and you would just leave the light on in their cell constantly. You'd right. never, you'd never turn it off. And in with, a sense of time. And within about two days, they had completely lost the ability to know even remotely yeah. What day it was, morning, evening, you know. Well, that, that's the strategy yeah. with the Vegas casinos too yeah. because there are no windows yeah. and people lose track of time and they just lose a ton of money and they've been there for eight hours. By the time they blink, they've been there all day. So yeah. it's the same sort of concept. You got to yeah. gotta keep some sense of routine. Have to shower on occasion, Mr. B, <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> well, in Vegas, in Vegas, it's time to leave when your oxygen tank runs dry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So do you, when you're showering, do you shower? I'm imagining that I'm not imagining it. Oh, but, uh, my. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I was just wondering, like, you know, is it is are you completely naked? But for the cowl, because <laughs> like, like, that's how I imagine Batman showers. You know, that's, he's got the cowl that's, on and he's just, <laughs> that's how Lego Batman lives his life. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The shower. Justice. You are correct. It, it is. It is a water resistant cowl. And everything else, uh, yeah, it's a birthday suit. And then my bath suit. But that's why the ear flopped over, because of all the water pressure. (laughs) It can't stand up anymore. I I can't keep it up for more than a minute and a half. Phrasing, boom. I beat you to it, Jason. (laughs) Minute and a half, that's not bad, right? (laughs) I mean, that's... That's like good, right? <laughs> How sad is your sex life? My God. So anyway, Alyssa, I've been seeing that you've been doing kind of cooking sessions and stuff online. Tell us about that. So um, my job, my day job is um, that I'm a special education teacher. Mm-hmm. So with my kids, with, with every teacher um you have to focus on obviously the the regular academics but as well as social and that has been my responsibility is to do social um skills and stuff like that and for my children they need to learn basic social skills so giving them a cooking video i film myself cooking things that they could do at home with their parents or without their parents uh, depending on how difficult it is and then I send out a visual recipe that has the pictures of all the things that I use and pictures oh. with words with the steps. So I'll be like a picture of a peanut butter, a peanut butter container, a butter knife and a piece of bread. And then underneath it'll say spread the peanut butter on the bread and they can follow it with the cooking video. Well, that's a and great that idea. helps them with, um, with socialization and also self-help skills. This, this sounds like cooking that's on my level. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jason can pull it off. Yeah. That's how you make a peanut man. butter sandwich. We have done smoothies. Um, we've done a smoothies. sunshine happy fruit snack. 
We've done um, grilled cheese sandwiches. Ooh. I have a video of us making our own Play-Doh. If anybody wants to make their own Play-Doh. Hey, uh, no, a lot of parents might get angered by that with their kids trapped at home. So I'm sure you're going to get some angry hate mail for that one. <laughs> Probably, but it's fine. See, that's like my series on how to make napalm. Yeah. Parents had napalm such a problem with that. Yeah, you know? with enough soap, one can blow up just about yeah. anything. But uh, how about you, young Adam? How What have you been doing to keep yourself entertained and sane during the quarantine? Well, not, don't tell uh, us everything. Well, yeah, I don't get working. too detailed. <laughs> now, now I'm on temporary furlough. So what I'm doing is basically watching bad movies and reading a book for the first time in years. And be my cameraman for all my cooking. I am also the cameraman for all of her videos. Oh, that's couple goals. That's so cute, couple you guys. <laughs> well, you'll have to send us a link. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm, show I'm assuming that it, they're on YouTube, right? Yeah, um, they're on Facebook. Okay, all right. Awesome. Yeah. We also we also binged uh, a couple TV shows, Penny Dreadful and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. How was Penny Dreadful? Awesome. So good. Awesome. Really good? Awesome. Very cool. Okay, because Eva, like, Eva Green's like in there, right? Yes, yeah, right she is. Up your alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Timothy Dalton and Eva Green, so and that's Josh I don't. Yeah. It does. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, it's got <laughs> Timothy Dalton and Eva Green, so I don't really care what it's about. You know, if it's even Josh Hartnett. I That's just said a, that and he shrugged it off. So, uh, oh, I mean, okay. I know, right. I know I care about that. They're huge parts and they are never not in the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. What, I, what did you say about to our listeners as well? Like if you're in quarantine right now, like you are, uh, watch Penny Dreadful. It's on Netflix. It's only three seasons. So. Okay. That's good. I like it whenever a show doesn't go too long. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a quick watch. It's like stranger things. I really wish they would have just stopped. You know, yeah, Stranger Things. A lot know, of people wish that about a lot of shows, yeah. like How I Met Your Mother. That one could have just stopped. But, you know. Yeah. 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 How about Community? That lasted, what, six seasons? <sighs> it, it, it was It was a very. Did you put him up it, to this? It was a very difficult six seasons because it was on NBC. Then it was canceled. Then it was uncanceled. And then it did the sixth season on the now defunct Yahoo uh, streaming platform. Yahoo, okay. Yahoo had two shows. And they were both really good, but it wasn't enough to keep the platform going. It actually had a show that Joel Hodgson from MST3K was a part of. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but did anybody just spot Coolio? Yeah. Coolio. Yeah. Coolio is in this movie. Yeah. Yes, he is yes. for about two seconds. Oh, Alicia Silverstone's in this movie, too. Yeah, she just reappeared. Yeah. How exciting. <laughs> And with the baby, you what movie we were watching? It's yeah. Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh right, we were discussing a movie. And- See, this is this is an example of something the '90s could not do right, but the '80s would have done perfectly, which is the punks. Yeah. If this was an '80s movie, these punks would have been awesome. This it's like they Did were trying to go for a Lost Boys vibe. Oh, the, the gang that was dressed up like the Clockwork Orange yes. gang. Yeah. 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 The Drew. This, this reminds me a little bit of Lost Boys with the motorcycle. Yeah. Right yep. Over the place. Yeah, it's but very Lost Boys ish. Michael. Like Michael. <laughs> Michael. They're just, just noodles, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> They're just noodles, Michael. I've oh. made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, you have to have that sort of obligatory 90s, oh, badass girl scene where she's sneaking off and she's secretly an awesome racer person. And it's just. Yeah, but Robin's really... got to come in and save her. I know, but. And how see... embarrassing is that? Yeah, it's like you got saved by the boy Wonder. How adorable. Uh, you, got saved by, you got saved by Batman? Oh, you got saved by Chris, by Chris O'Donnell. 
Holy oh. sexism, well, Batman. They, yeah. even, they did that in the yeah. Batman Forever because when uh, when he was just Dick Grayson and he was tooling around in the Batmobile, Dick. he opened up the the car and like the hookers or whatever who were approaching him, they're like, oh, that's not Batman, that's Bird Boy or something insulting to that yeah. to that degree. So Robin's just always living in the shadow. Because, you know, we all hate Robin, oh. which is so weird that they would make a movie. Well, and they, they were supposed to make a sequel um, a, a straight. There were going to be two sequels. Another Batman movie. Mm-hmm. To that this would, movie. Yeah, but they were going to yeah, go really be, dark. Well, and yeah. this one actually dropped off like sixty three percent by the second weekend. Yeah, it, it cost like something forty or so million to make, and it did gross over a hundred million in the box office, but it earned the least of all four of the Batmans. So, so what I heard, and this wouldn't really work because it brings back something from the Burton. Batman movies, but the next movie after this was supposed to be called Batman Triumphant, and it was supposed to have a cameo by Jack Nicholson as the Joker showing up in a, he shows up in a dream sequence that spurred off from Scarecrow shooting gas into Batman's face. That would have been really cool. That would have been. I like that. Cool. Yeah, and there was also supposed to be, there was going to be a Nightwing, a Robin slash Nightwing movie. There was supposed to be. Um. But what does everybody think about the the Batman movie they're filming right now? I was unaware of this until right I'm excited. Now. Robert I, Battinson? Yeah. Let's I, do it. Oh I, no, okay, yeah. The Twilight. I had shut that out of my brain. I, I'm Twilight. Excited. I mean, I'm I'm open to it. I did see a picture of the Batmobile and it's like a muscle car. Uh, I think it's Robert like Pattinson has the potential to be one of the best Batmans. He he I could think be he can do it. This this will be the movie that defines Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I think because he's he's actually a very talented actor. It's just that everybody knows him from Twilight, yeah. and that's yeah. his yeah, biggest that's, that's his biggest billing. Uh, but, but he's in so many other films. Like the Lighthouse. He's a great actor. Hell, yeah. even Water for Elephants. That was a really good one with Reese Water Witherspoon. Elephants, yeah, yeah. I, I I think if Pattinson if he sticks the landing on this Batman movie, then he's gold. He's gonna Ooh. have a long, wonderful, incredible career. If He'll he, bounce back. If he, yeah. if he fails as Batman. Mm, yeah. Even if it's not his fault, I think that this could be. It's going to go one way or the other. That's my ESPN prediction for the future well, of. Uh, who are the villains Pattinson's in this upcoming? Because I, I don't only, even know. Yeah, I don't I know who's who's the only thing got, I know. I think Paul Dano is playing the Riddler, and I think Colin Farrell is playing the Penguin. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, he's gaining some weight apparently. The ink. I would have cast Jay Moore. What, Mister B? Like Colin Farrell. That's yeah. what he said, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bullseye from Daredevil. So Bullseye from Daredevil. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm less sure about that than I am about Rob Pattinson. So we'll see how that yeah. works out. My God. I mean, Pattinson. You know, to his credit, you know, he has sought very, very diligently to distance himself from the Twilight franchise. Yeah, and he's oh, he even to Twilight. the point where yeah. he's yeah, he's yeah. dissed it so yeah. many times. Yeah, it's a it's a big thing because they're he did it for the paycheck. Oh, absolutely. He did exactly what any other actor would have done at his at that point in his career. Oh, oh you guys believe if I was an actor trying to make a name for myself and they offered me a lead in Twilight, I would have taken that in a heartbeat. Of course, yeah. of course. Well, because they were the events of the summers for you know multiple years. So yeah, yeah absolutely. And, yeah, Barkley vampire. Because he didn't, you know, he didn't get much play off of being Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter as much as you might think. Uh, but no, yeah, Twilight yeah. is what really got him recognized. So that's true. Cedric Diggory. Yeah, but uh, going back to your point about CGI, Jason, apparently this was one of the first films to use it for stunt work. Like when Batman and Robin are, 
surfing in the oh, beginning the out of the clear well, blue sky yeah, from the rocket. This was the era with the uh, uh, this movie, the Bond film, Die Another Day. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, no, the world is not enough. World's not enough. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, and uh, not Blade Two, but like Blade was it Blade Three? No, with, it was Blade Two. Was it Blade Two with the Bendy Blade? Where he, where they did the CG, oh they do the CG. Yeah, there was a lot of CG fights in Blade Two, and they just look so awful. Oh, you know? who can forget yeah. that? I know this is the two thousands, but who can forget the terrible CGI fight in The Matrix Reloaded? Oh God! Oh, oh yeah, God. absolutely. Yeah, terrible. It's epic. It's it's it, it it's like I, I appreciate the fact that people are trying to use technology. You know, at sort of the bleeding edge. Yeah. You know, they're trying to innovate, but and you know, yeah. you're going to stumble when that happens. But I have to give a shout out to Kaylee speaking of the Matrix, because along with Star Wars, this is her first time ever seeing the Matrix movies. She's 18. She texted me one night and she was like, would I like Shawshank Redemption and the Matrix? I was like, those are two wildly different movies. What are Great. you in the mood for right now? No, you should have just told her they're essentially the same movie. <laughs> shot for shot. You know, Shawshank and Matrix. Matrix is actually a remake of the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, have, she, she, I have a question. Yes. Go. To go here, did one eventually become a governor of Minnesota? Am I identifying him I, correctly? I, Jesse yes. Ventura. Yeah, Who? Jesse Ventura. Really? Yeah. I did so not this know. movie spawned two governors. Well, but two don't forget. Governors. Don't forget Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger were in another movie together. Two movies. Two other movies. Two other together. movies. Oh, I know one. They were, they were in, of course, Predator. Predator, yeah. And then they were also in The Running Man. That's right. They were in The Running uh, Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love that movie. <laughs> I love That's the Running Man. Great movie for another episode. Yes. Um, yeah, what well, were we just talking about? Uh, the fact that Kaylee's watching The Matrix for the first time. But oh, that, yeah, that was pretty much it. It was just yeah. she texted me and she goes, "Are the other two even worth watching?" I was like, "In my no. opinion, yeah, they're just not as good." So I, oh, I would I, tell her the I, opposite. I, I hate the Matrix sequels. Yeah, I would tell wow. her to stop. <laughs> just be. The first, the first one, Matrix is fine on its yeah, own. It's it's perfectly fine, and you don't need anything else. It's okay to appreciate it for what it is, yeah. and just leave it there. You know, and they're they the, what they made the animated series, um, and they they want to do something else. They there's again there's been rumors forever, know. but that's what they do. Well, Matrix they, Four is coming out uh, the same weekend as John Wick Four. Oh. Uh, how many damn John Wick movies are they going to make? My God. A lot. I've never seen a single one. So I've, they're, I've, good. they're really good. I've heard good things. They're really good, but you yeah. should, they should have stopped at three. Yeah. Okay. Is, is there another Bill and Ted coming out? Yes. Yes, there yes. is. Yes. Yes. Bill and Ted face the music. Yes, there yes. is. <laughs> yeah. That should be like, Excellent. if the world has put itself back together, that should be our first group outing. Well, yeah, because they're moving everything. I mean, Top Gun it, 2 got moved to yeah. November. I think Ben Folds got pushed uh, in November. Yeah, my ben, my ben Folds November. Yeah, the, bond. the one that upset me the most is Ghostbusters is not coming out until 2021. Yeah, mm. yeah. Hell, even the Georgia Renaissance Fair got pushed. I, to well, I, but I think that's smart oh, for yeah. Ghostbusters because Ghostbusters has to be a summer movie. It yeah, just it has, has to be. To be oh yeah, you know. Think um, for old people like me who used to go to movie theaters, you know, <laughs> it's that's a summer movie. If those still exist by the time this even happens, because they they're will. all shut they, down. They, right they now. will. They will. AMC's so. thinking about shutting down all together, or just like AMC certain... theaters are thinking about like they, they might be going like bankrupt. Oh God. Well, I, 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 you know, I think there's a lot of industries that were teetering on the edge of obsolescence and. You know, this is just going to, I mean, the movie theater industry, we've known it forever. We've known it was going to happen. It's been in decline, yeah. 
you know, because the business model is just so bad and they're quite frankly, the product that they sell isn't very good. It's too accessible by too many people. Well, I mean, you can't, you can't keep the movie theaters alive on comic book movies. You can't do it. You got to have other movies and you know, you got to have movies. It's the ticket price has got to be cheap enough that people will take a chance, you know, yeah. and nobody wants to take a chance and spend 50 bucks. Well, and I was thinking you know? about that the other day, cause back in the nineties, cause we had this conversation kind of about Kevin Costner and Burt Reynolds, how they could command a huge turnout back in their heydays. And you didn't even really have to know what the movie was about. You just heard, Oh, Burt Reynolds movie. Oh, let's go and see what it's about. It right. didn't matter. You get maybe a sentence or two synopsis, but you just go on faith that's yeah. what most movies oh, yeah. were when I was growing well, up. Well, yeah, think about that's it. If I said... When, that's back when movie stars were the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, if, if I said, yeah, there's a new movie, let's go see it. What is it? Uh, I don't know the title. Harrison Ford plays a cop. Yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm let's in. go see it. Yeah. You know. Sounds good. But um, yeah. And, and you could just, you know, do that on faith. But And I think that's what happened with this Batman and Robin. Not only does this, you know, the franchise itself have the, the name recognition, when you find out Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing... A supervillain, a Batman yeah. movie? Hell yes, let's go see that. Right. And then it turned into this right. dumpster fire of a movie. Well, I, I think the movie... Oh, quick quick question. Who's a draw today? Is there, Are there any names out there that would start to draw audiences regardless of the film? I uh, think... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. he's got some juice. He's, he's, yeah. Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's... A, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Margot Robbie... He's got juice. Tom Cruise has still got some juice. I mean, people are really excited about Top bit. Gun. Yeah. I don't know why Tom Cruise makes flop after flop. But. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. <laughs> but I, I think you could probably count it on one hand. I mean, you know, you still got, look, um, uh, Brad Pitt's still out there. Yeah, he um, is. He's Le- kind of slowed Le- down a Le- lot. Leo, Leo is still out there. Yeah, Leo's still a big deal. You know, um, Especially after he won his Oscar, finally. Yeah. That was like a big resurgence for him. But the- I mean, I will leave my home if I find out that Chris Pratt's in a movie. So. so will so many girls, Mr. Mr. Darby. You know, I I think Chris Pratt, I love Chris Pratt, but, uh, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that, you know, he, he does it for the paycheck. I'm not going to go see another Jurassic movie. It's, I'm not paying for I didn't that. see the last one. Uh, yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds could command an audience pretty well. Ryan Reynolds, especially if it's, you know, just Deadpool. Yeah, as long yeah. as he keeps riding that Deadpool wave for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, and he will. Oh, absolutely, as long as you're making money off of that, for sure. But I think, I think you know, again, though, you're talking franchises. And yeah, once that's, again, the super, yeah. superhero thing. And, yeah. the, and that's the thing, like, when we were kids, we would go see movies that there was no connection to anything else. It was just, well, this looks interesting. Right. And you tell, I mean, I know for me, back in the old, old days, you get the newspaper, and Saturday morning... <laughs> You know, you open up the newspaper and there was that page in the newspaper that had all the theater listings. And sometimes yep. they were incorrect. Yep. So you missed the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that pissed me off. Yes. Um, and you demand a refund and they go, you haven't paid anything yet. I'm like, well, you got to do something for me. Um, but <laughs> you would, over here. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Print it. yeah. But you would, you would look at it and you would go, oh, well, this looks interesting. Yeah. And that was all you had. To, you didn't have two years of hype and you know, you weren't going on the internet seeing all the stories about all the troubles they were having during production and no. all the, you know, oh, you just, yeah. a movie came out and who's in it. Well, that's why Jason hindsight is horrifying. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For exactly Before that. the internet movies had a bigger element of surprise. And I yes. sort of missed 
that. I, I do too. I've gotten to the point where I really try as soon as I become interested in a movie, I like, I did that with the star Wars, uh, the recent ones, Mm -hmm. not that it really helped, but you know, I I tried very hard to avoid anything about them. I didn't want to know, you know, what was going on and, and, eh. Yeah, well, and I think that's part of the reason why this podcast is even a possibility, because back in the day, even if something did have that R rating, like you were saying, Jason, our parents would, or we would read the Times in the paper, and even if it was rated R, it's like, oh, but it's a Kevin Costner movie. How 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 bad bad can it be? be? And same thing with uh, when John Cusack played Edgar Allan Poe in The Raven. My mom heard John Cusack movie and that's she was like oh let's go see that for mother's day and i was like this is not going to be what you were expecting i'm telling you this right now right Back this when is john cusack had a career yeah. yeah oh that was a long time ago but like i said I my mom, yeah she wrong. heard his I'm name man, but... and that's why we went and then she was horrified by the movie she hated it and i was like i told you you were going to hate it come on this is not say anything this is not high fidelity no right <laughs> yes this is not America's Sweethearts, Mom. Catherine Zeta-Jones yeah. didn't come anywhere near this It's not this serendipity. Movie. No. God. So, um... So, back to the <laughs> movie. Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Batman and Robin's playing. Uh, one of the <laughs> first uh, Batman movies... I don't that, even know what's going on here. I well, have no what, clue. What's happened is uh, Poison Ivy has busted Dr. Freeze out of Arkham Asylum, and now they've teamed up, and uh, Freeze has to get more diamonds to power his suit. So they're busting back into his lair, and she is going to face off with Batman and Robin to uh, collect his bride so that they can find a new lair. And that's what they're in the middle of doing right now. And what you don't find out, well, what Mr. Freeze is not aware of is that Poison Ivy's super jealous of his frozen bride, and she's going to find a way to deactivate her. So that is where... frame Batman. (gasps) Oh, my God. She's not a nice person. She is just (laughs) a witch with a B. Yeah. Well, typical ego warrior. Yeah. <laughs> He's a green meanie. Yep. And Commissioner Gordon, I do have to say this. Uh, I always liked this Commissioner Gordon. but Yeah, I, man, did, t- I did too. He, I liked him, but damn, he got a hell of a lot sexier when Gary Oldman took the wheel. I will tell yeah. you that. <laughs> My God. Yes, he did. This I never liked this Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon's supposed to be like this strong badass. Yeah, he doesn't do much in these badass. No, he doesn't do I anything. I love Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's amazing. Absolutely. Every- uh, but yeah, here you go with the, the pheromones and uh, Poison Ivy just keeps manipulating Robin to the point where he forgets that he's gay for Batman. Yeah, so yeah. It's just... that's how powerful those pheromones are. <laughs> Poor Robin. You know. and with Robin's, a lady? And Robin's the younger man too, so I guess he's more easily manipulated than... Probably. Uh, maybe. <laughs> sexuality, Batman. <laughs> Come back uh, here, you some bitch. And the- and this suspense of poison lips. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did it. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me. Good job. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. You got me on that one. blocking me, Batman. Seriously. I'm going to throw you in this. In this melted ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever this is. Yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Now, Robin, now, Robin will become a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, he'll get. Uh, ice cream man. <laughs> <laughs> He teams up that with would Freeze. be my luck. <laughs> I, have the, I have the power to make ice cream. It's like uh, on Family Guy where the family becomes mutants yes. and Meg can only grow her fingernails or out. Meg's <laughs> super amazing ability to grow her fingernails. She scratches somebody. Ow, that didn't break the skin, but jeez. What? He's covered, isn't he covered with like a thick fluid? Yeah, a thick white like sort a, of... Uh, he and yeah. Batman just had a little fling. That's yeah. what happens when he and Batman tussle. 
<laughs> Why is Poison no, Ivy walking the, the like that? fluid from the whole Poison Ivy shabacle. Because she's, yeah. she's doing oh, the catwalk. There it is. She kicked it. Yep. She kicked the, the plug. Because you have that fantastically trash-tastic line later when she's fighting uh, Alicia Silverstone. As I oh, told as Lady I Freeze, told Freeze when, when I, I pulled, pulled her plug, plug, this is a one-woman <laughs> show. And it's just, oh my God. It's so... It's so awful. You know, if, if, I, if I had someone I loved oh, on life support, I'd probably have either a backup hose, like two There'd hoses. Be a contingency plan. <laughs> or a, a backup hose would be nice. Yeah, or I would have a hose that you couldn't just like trip over. Yeah. And instantly <laughs> kill her. Yeah. Your yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do love Poison Ivy's random hemp furry jacket that she has now. Oh, yeah. it's. I think it's leaves. It, it's not fur. She likes plants better. That's true. And he just believes her. I guess because she busted him out of Arkham Asylum, Poison Ivy says, oh, Batman nervous. killed your wife. And come on, would Batman really stoop that low, Mr. Freeze? That means CGI I'm single. Tier. <laughs> it's a CGI tear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a CGI tear. Oh, yeah. And it has to freeze on his face. And then it dwindles away. Oh, my God, that looks so terrible. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> 1997. Like, CG. What's even better is that, like, her face, like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be <laughs> your it's consolation what prize. You can do with a Windows 95 computer. <laughs> well, at least I can bang now. <laughs> no, we can't. We already established <laughs> that nah, due to she shrinkage. Get around. <laughs> yeah. It's got a raisin penis. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, he's leading a rough life. I wonder life. he's so frustrated. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, look how mad he is. <laughs> Yeah. Well, ste- you know, year- years blood freeze in my hands. Yeah, years of steroid abuse will do that. Oh. Are you trying to tell me that Arnold juices? I don't believe you. I don't. Th- I, don't I don't think don't he does anymore. He's never juiced a day <laughs> in his life. How dare you, sir? He's a cybernetic organism. <laughs> oh, and we missed this when we were in Arkham Asylum, gang. Uh, did you all notice that the Riddler suit was hanging in the hallway? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we had a we did have the callback to Batman Forever, so that was pretty cool. And now, oh, I love this. The plant that she has modified into sort of a hybrid, it looks like Little Shop of Horrors, like, feed me, Seymour. It does. It, it really looks, does. Feed me, Ivy. God. That has like a snake tongue, which is even creepier. Well, yeah, because she was crossbreeding snakes and plants. So uh, it, it would have a snake tongue. But now yes. they're, they've got this master plan to freeze the entire city. Uh, and then the maybe the world, world. <laughs> and then and the plants the can take over, <laughs> you know, solid plan. Absolutely. Um, and they're doing, the only reason they are able to do that in the first place is because of the brand new, uh, telescope that Bruce so generously donated to the city of Gotham. Yeah. Way to go, Bruce Wayne. Make that Thanks, possible. Um, and meanwhile, we haven't even touched on this. Uh, Alfred is dying. So he's, yeah, he's dying apparently. He's yeah. dying of the same disease that uh, caused Dr. Freeze to freeze his wife in the first place to slow down her, what, McGregor syndrome? McGregor syndrome. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, when you is oddly it, convenient. It is, yeah. Very apparently they, you, they both had sex with you and McGregor. And <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's a movie about a guy with Lou Gehrig's disease. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> no, whenever you whenever get bad haggis, you get McGregor's disease. Oh my. <laughs> is that what they're calling it now? But yeah, so, oh, and the the, the wife that, uh, when she does unplug the wife, that another really terrible line, but it came from Poison Ivy. She kicks the pipe or the hose out of the wall. She goes, who needs a frigid wife anyway? And it's just, 
Come on. <laughs> Somebody make it stop. I want to meet the people who wrote the dialogue yeah, for this script. Yeah. I really do. So you can we slap just, them in the face. Uh, well, I, I like, let's be charitable and imagine him sitting at a typewriter or a computer and there's a guy with a gun. You know, he's like, please stop making me write this. A studio executive <laughs> with a gun. Or could it have been the same guy? Because we discussed this. Uh, whoever came up with I'm Hungry for Love, they typed it, read it, and said, yes, this makes it into the movie. Perfect. Yep. This Don't will be my masterpiece. Change this will thing. be my legacy. Oh, God. Listen, I picture whoever wrote the dialogue to this. In real life, he talks nothing but puns. Oh. I hope so. <laughs> like, maybe he suffered a blow to the head, like a horse kicked yeah. him, and now yeah. that's the only way he can communicate, yes. kind of like with Bane. Well, no, he, he, fell, he, he fell into a vat of goo. <laughs> and when he climbed out, oh, he can just speak in puns. He became the punniest man in the world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it goes along with the movie. Darmok, when the walls fell. <laughs> a little Star Trek reference there. Yes. Oh, oh, guys, remember when CDs were the future? Yes. And they could yes. control the world world here take this laser video disc well and there's this whole deception with uh alicia Silverstone. what's her name barbara barbara, barbara. Uh, well barbara, yeah it, it's supposed to be barbara gordon okay. no it is barbara because yeah. it's barbara pennyworth now yeah pennyworth, yeah Something yeah, like that. yeah you gotta have a butler last name sure God, i never uh, realized that they changed batgirl's origin in this movie yeah yes they did yeah completely it's not commissioner gordon's daughter oh and michael go because Offer because look how old Commissioner Commissioner Gordon is, it would be a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, it would be super... it's, a, it's a little bit weird that apparently Barbara is Al Alfred's niece because look how old Alfred is. How old is your mom? Yeah, Why but does Alfred not have a English accent if she's from England. Well, she was going to school in England. We yes. don't know. She where went she to was Oxbridge. Living. Yeah, Oxbridge. I thought she was supposed to be like British. And they they almost do like a ditzy, clueless thing with her in the beginning when she first arrives at Wayne Manor I, because yeah. uh, Bruce is like, "Oh, you were at Oxbridge, you know, Alfred's alma mater." And she goes, "How did you know?" He's like, "Yeah, it's Wait, on your on. sweater." Hang on, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at L. McPherson's acting talent. <laughs> Let's display your talents, <laughs> darling, in this marvelous dress. God. Oh, she. she uh, no, no. Go ahead. No, you're good. Like, oh, like I just don't really remember her. She's not super memorable from this movie for me, probably because I wasn't yeah. a well, man when El, I saw it. El, El McPherson was was more memorable because, like, in the '80s and the '90s, I mean, she was yeah. the supermodel. She was the supermodel. You know? uh, but she, I don't uh, know who she is. Uh, yes, you do. She did a stint on Friends as Joey's girlfriend. Oh, his Australian girlfriend. She, and yeah. she apparently regrets that because when she did it, she had no idea how big of a deal Friends was when she did the show. And so now, 20 years later, when it's on streaming services, her friends' kids will come over and they're like, oh, my God, your mom's really hot on Friends. And, he, they, like, it just makes her children miserable. So mm, she kind of regrets yeah. doing it. There's this thing called the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yeah, but kids don't yeah. read anymore. <laughs> so well, you, weren't really, you weren't really reading that either. <laughs> <laughs> Picture. Yeah. It's yeah. all yeah. Nobody reads the yeah. Swimsuit Edition. That, that was in the era when Kathy Ireland's ruled the world. Mm -hmm. and, Kathy uh, Ireland. And uh, Kelly Brock. Kelly LeBrock. Yeah, Kelly LeBrock was a little before. She was like very early eighties. Yeah, yeah but Kathy still. Ireland, uh, Ra Rachel Adams, um, El McPherson. I mean, there were like the soup, Cindy Crawford. And, yeah, you know, that's true. It was a different era. We don't have supermodels. That's another thing we don't have. Well, and this is what we I don't, don't have supermodels anymore. Well, and here's what I don't understand about El McPherson in this movie. 
because they've already had Person. the scene. McPherson, sorry. Thank you. you keep calling him Robert Pattison, so I don't I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, when <laughs> she's having dinner with Bruce and she's pressuring him into marriage or you know something more permanent, he calls her Ivy. I wouldn't yeah. be sticking around after that. Unless, well, I mean, factor in millions and millions of dollars. Maybe I would. So uh. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can call me whatever you want, Bruce. Yeah. That's you're fine. lucky you're a billionaire. Now sign this piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Holy I mean, bat prenup, Batman. Like, <laughs> she's like, who's Ivy? You just called me Ivy. Who's Ivy? He was like, I don't know. And, and then the like, scene ends. the time that I'd be like, mm, yeah. Go. No, but but in that scene, he says that like I don't know, and then the scene just cuts. No, but then yeah. you see him envisioning Ivy. No, yeah. no, but, knows who but, it is. No, but but when she asks him that, like, who's Ivy? You oh, called I don't me. Know. I don't know. And then the scene <laughs> ends, and so it, it's like in real life when your wife or your girlfriend says something like that to you because you've screwed up. The scene doesn't just end. No, you don't scene, get to. Yeah. You don't just go cut to the next day. No, the scene goes on for several weeks <laughs> yeah. after that, and she yeah, punishes you. Internet. <laughs> Seriously, who is she? Yeah. Don't have to worry about her. I would not let that drop. But then she's just at a gala with him. So like I said, factor in millions and millions of dollars, and maybe she just let it slide that one time. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if any just not forget that you called me by another woman's name. What is it? The State Farm Commission? Yeah. Uh, Ivy, I was saying I very much love you. Oh, yes. <laughs> very nice. Ooh, I stay, Bruce. I stay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Batman. And then you see a poison ivy pull off this. Sorry, we're getting a little bit of static. Hang tight. Uh, somebody. Uh, Somebody's laptop. I, I think I, I think we're back. I think okay, we're back. awesome. But Poison Ivy does this such a deceptive move where she changes the bat signal into the Robin signal so that Robin won't feel like he's in Batman's shadow anymore. And just, you know, planting those seeds of upheaval between Robin and Batman. And I just hate I watching matter. their relationship suffer. I... <laughs> They're so, they mean so much to each other. <sighs> and then a woman just drives a wedge. So sad. Isn't that how it always goes, though? Yeah. yeah, that doesn't oh, last very, like it, it drops off too. They don't really ever do anything besides that one fight that they have where Robin gets thrown into the vat of ice cream. And then uh, Bruce goes, you said this is what a family is. You've got to trust me. And so, my you, yeah, it just sort of drops off for a second until Robin encounters Poison Ivy again later yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And it's, so it's there's Batman a and Robin, not Robin and Batman. And I'm sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's running around, you know, fighting over poison ivy, and poor poor Michael Go is just withering away yeah. upstairs. I'm fine, sir. <laughs> and Hello. Then, there is a bit of a cute joke. Is where... anybody there? <laughs> poor Woodhouse. <laughs> he's he's trapped beneath oh, a medicine ball. <laughs> Every servant's worst nightmare. Seriously, yeah. but he, uh, yeah, so he's withering away upstairs and he does fall asleep when Barbara's ringing the doorbell and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, sir. And at least Bruce is graceful enough to be like, or gracious enough to say, ah, it's the first time it happened in 30 years. It's no big deal. Like, what house? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sir. You better be. If my, if my I'm going to make you eat so many spiders. <laughs> spider webs. Spider webs. Because <laughs> that's like eggs 101 house. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, so, oh, God, this awful password moment where you, she, she tries, like, Bruce. First of all, Wayne. the password is PEG, P-E-G. It's like the weakest password. 
Well, this was 1997 before you had to sacrifice your firstborn and have a special yeah. character and 40 yeah. numbers and your passwords. So. What do you mean Capitals, select the pictures that are all bridges? <laughs> and this whole, I don't even know why they made such a meal out of this side story where Alfred is saying that he's trying to find his other brother, Wilfred, because her yeah, his, his yeah. parents didn't even try when they were naming Alfred him. Alfred and Wilfred. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And he's, he's also a butler to like a Maharaja in India or something, but they're always moving around <laughs> yeah, so they yeah, can't yeah. find he's him. Like, go to India and I find totally... my other brother, Wilfred, Wilfred, also a butler. And he makes such a meal out of, oh, uh, make sure that you get this CD to him. Don't open it. And of course, that's the first thing she does. And then she discovers the Batcave because that's where all the information is saved on that I one totally side. missed that entire detail about yeah. Wilfred. Oh yeah, no. It's a it, like I said, they make such a meal out of it, and there's like very little payoff. There's just it's like why deceive her in the first place? You knew she was gonna find the cave, but uh, yeah, who cares? Because even says like in the little like intruder alert video, he was like, oh yeah, I figured you'd find this eventually. Yeah, there was literally no point to that. I guess I guess he's just well, you know why? Because Ellis. of because of the force. <laughs> See. What? The force, yeah, yeah. What? that's well, how you explain any plot hole. Oh the, God. the force, the force guided her down there. Oh my God! Yeah. So, well, she's such a good motorcycle driver. She'd make an awesome superhero. Yeah, there's the logic because that's how that works. Yeah, absolutely. She can. Did you ever notice? Did you notice when when Clooney speaks, he bobbles his head a lot more than most actors do? That that kind of bothered me a little bit too. Well, I didn't moving. notice that. And he's he's Keep got a, he's got a limp also. Confidant. He broke so like. And his ears flop. He uh, he broke like, his leg uh, <laughs> at some point during production, and, and for a lot of the shots, they had to cut one leg off of the bat suit for the cast. Oh no, I had <clears> never and, heard this story. And it, it wasn't really level, so if you can actually see in a lot of shots that Batman kind of walks with a limp. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I never picked up on that. Also, oh, Clooney Clooney not only does he feel like he's kind of monotone in this movie, but he also is like. He, I don't know. He adds an extra level of snark to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he does. Yeah, a little. Yeah. He's, he's sort of George Clooney. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's it's literally George Clooney as himself. Um. It's George himself. <laughs> and even the bombs are shaped like icicles. Because <laughs> the aesthetics are very important. How much money does Mr. Free spend at the Sharper Image? It's, it's got to be a lot. For all of them. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> That's why he really has Sky to steal diamonds. <laughs> See, his suit only needs like two diamonds a year to run on. He's really spending that money at Sky Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Well, so let's let's discuss how the movie ends. Yes, which is with we're, uh, we're approaching the ending. Yeah, which which is with credits. So it's uh, <laughs> well, you <laughs> also find out that Batman, Robin, and Batgirl will all have to change. Hold on, young Adam. We're having trouble hearing you. Hang on. I believe your internet connection is failing. Yes. Oh, oh. oh did we lose him? Yeah. Are we, we good now? Us. We can hear you, but the picture's messed up. So we're trying to let it catch up to itself. But I, yeah. So. But, no. I think the coronavirus has gotten to your router. <laughs> we My God. Never, we it's adapting. It's the internet. <laughs> oh God. And uh, what's this unnecessary yeah. use of well, let me 50 billion? We will. Uh, what's this unnecessary use of a billion lasers in the Batcave that were not in Batman Forever? He listens to a lot of Pink Floyd. Is it the no? Is it the red and blue symbolism like you were complaining about earlier? It's hot and cold. Hot and cold lasers. But he never yeah. does anything it's nice. Clearly, red is for Robin. 
and blue is for Batman. Aww. <laughs> That's, That's kind of cute. Aw, and it's their anniversary. Okay, it looks like we've got you guys back again. So what was Yay! the point? Oh, uh, what was, what was the point you were trying to make a moment ago, Darby? Oh, I was it's just Max saying you find out soon that Batman, Robin, and Batgirl all have the power to change costumes within five seconds. Yes. Absolutely. They, they have they have ice costumes later. Yes. Yeah. Well, or maybe it was just one of the many innovations oh. that Alfred put in their costumes. <laughs> and they just the camera stops right on her ass yeah and, and her boobs yeah and hey gender equality jason if they're gonna objectify the men they've got to objectify the women hey, i'm fine i'm fine because you know superhero movies aren't notorious for objectifying women that's never happened in the no, history not of at all. Ever. never and not let me get and see elizabeth batgirl didn't have pockets either Damn that's it. right that's right this is just this is flat out just this is rude yep Rude. And then I've I've got to say I like Poison Ivy's layer better than Mister Freeze's layer. Well, yeah, I like her sex. I mean, her yeah. sex layer is so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> her sex layer. I mean, that's there is some symbolism there with the with the plant life and whatnot. I'll breastfeed you all when I return. <laughs> My cat dragons. <laughs> but yeah, so Robin shows up supposedly alone, and you you have a moment where you worry if the you know, Boy Wonder is going to make it through this situation because he seems to still be under Poison Ivy's spell. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen? Uh-oh. The leaves open for him. Yeah. And yes. him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Maxwell smart. <laughs> <laughs> to the sex lair. And, <laughs> and she's just, like, casually, like, lounging on it in a sexy pose. It's like she's Venus, you know. But a Venus flytrap Which is funny because she played Venus in uh, Baron Munchausen. Yes, she did. Yeah. So maybe, that was, was the, maybe uh, that was a callback. She was in the, uh, the shell. Um, we, are, we are rapidly running out of time. We are, and we're approaching the end of the movie regardless. So uh, let's mention what, uh, what does Robin do, guys, to you know, avoid falling into Poison Ivy's trap? He wears a rubber. Rubber lips. He wears a rubber. Rubber up. <laughs> Wear your rain jacket, always. <laughs> this is a subtle message for kids. It the really is. Always use protection. Always. There you That's go. That's why you glove up before you love up. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, and yeah, because otherwise, if you have sex, you will die. Yes. <laughs> like they say in Mean yeah. Girls. <laughs> you will die. Yeah. Your genitals will turn black and you will die. Exactly. So, yeah, we, we thwart Poison Ivy, fortunately. Alicia Silverstone and Uma Thurman have to have their obligatory fight scene because the yeah. two women have to face off, of yeah. course. Always. It's a bad fight. And it's a cat fight. <laughs> but, yeah, so they thwart Poison Ivy, and then they have to face off with Mr. Freeze as he's trying to freeze the entire city of Gotham using that really impressive telescope. Uh, Alyssa made the point earlier when I was watching it when Robin takes his rubber lips off, why doesn't she quickly force yeah. his face? Yeah, that's, what I was thinking. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> See, none of us were expecting that attack. Now yeah. all four of us are dead. So, yeah. And why didn't she use her pheromones again? Well, just like, imagine if there was one person in this movie who was intelligent. You could take over Gotham City in a weekend. Probably. Dogbert. Dogbert could do it from the Dilbert comics. He would rule Gotham City. Uh, underdog would stop him. Um, I don't know where we go with the uh, same entrance that for Batgirl too. They do the same like smashing through the glass at, yeah. for everybody. It's ridiculous. But uh, and of course, like 
bad girl has all kinds of like feminist lines. Oh, like, of course. Using your your feminine wilds to get what you want. Women like you give us bad names. Yeah, like I said, you got to have that strong bat, woman moment. Bat girl doesn't seem very PC. How about bat woman or bat person? I think she'd be a bad person. <laughs> and then she's like, Bruce, it's me. It's Barbara. And he's it's like, yeah, bad. I know. Yeah, no, no, no shit. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. She found You're the bad covering cave. your eyes only. I guess we have to kill her. <laughs> It, it, kill her later she knows everything kill her now yeah god like, robin you know what to do for real and of course you know the women have to have their obligatory fight because uma thurman gets the better of robin and batman for a minute because she throws robin just keeps getting thrown into vats of liquid and sort of trapped there for a moment and that's a motif for him and oh, she, she's checking her yeah. hair <laughs> in the knife her hair and the reflection of her knife and, and thank God, you guys, that Batman had this recording device so that he could prove to Mr. Freeze that it was, in fact, Poison Ivy who pulled Lady Freeze's plug. So yeah. thank and God he's hanging upside down. this recording device does professional close-ups and editing and everything. Absolutely. Even though he's upside down, it, it rotated. That was some high, that was advanced technology back in 1997. Yeah, it was. Like, uh, we've got phones that rotate now, but geez, that was really handy. 97. So let's talk Alf to Seinfeld. Indeed, because several of us were, <laughs> you know, quite young when this movie came out. So, and, and for me personally, I didn't like it when I saw it, but originally, but I didn't hate it, and oh. I I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crappy. So, well, I'll tell you, you know, I'm I'm in the similar camp. When I first saw it, I was expecting something serious, and I got. I was very disappointed, but now I understand what angle they were trying to achieve. So I'm a little bit more patient. Okay. And, and do you remember with the original Batman series when you saw it as a kid? It was great because it was colorful. And oh yeah. Adam and Burt Ward. And then and as a teenager, it was uncool to like it. You're like, oh no, I don't watch that. Then when you were an adult, you finally understood the campiness, and it <laughs> yes. became popular. Yeah, I think this might this might, to a lesser extent, fit that bill. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four. That's that's way nicer than you were to me on Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves. So. I'm, well, because Robin Hood started higher. You know. Okay, and it, it got st- worse. It started got higher. It. Yeah, this gotcha. did this didn't have very far to fall. <laughs> that makes sense. So I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a four for mine. Okay. Oh, and of course the dog freezing as it's trying to urinate on a hydrant. You gotta. Oh, and I've got a question about who knows about this. How did they get Freeze's teeth to glow like that? Is it is it a UV light in his little uh, chin? Yeah, piece? there's a little light in the chin yeah. piece. Is that what it chin. was? Okay, I was wondering about that when I was watching this because that was I was like, how did they get his teeth to look like that? That's I cool. love the blue teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty gnarly. But all right, so Alyssa and Young Adam, what's your score for Alpha Seinfeld? You first. Um, so I've always loved this movie. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. I love this movie. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I grew up on it as well as Adam West's uh, Batman series. So I'm going to give it a six. I love this movie. Okay. Fair enough. Young Adam, how about Um, you? I'm going to go right down the middle and give it a five because when I was a kid, my least favorite Batman movie was Tim Burton's Batman Returns, but now Mm. that's my favorite one. And Mm. Batman and Robin was my number two next to the 89 Batman movie. But um, when I was a kid, I loved this movie, and I thought it was a legitimately really good Batman movie because I watched the Batman animated series from the 90s. I watched the Adam West TV show. 
And now as an adult, I enjoy it just as much as I did when I was a kid, but I enjoy it for completely different reasons now. Okay. It's a yeah. bad, terrible, bloated movie, but it's it's so freaking fun to watch, especially with <laughs> a drink, which is something I couldn't do at age five. So, you know, I, I, I got to give it a five. Oh, so the alcohol is influencing this particular decision. So we have, Very we, well might be, we, yeah. we have a six, a four, and a five. So we're 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 heading straight for the middle. We're averaging a five no, so I, far. So I'm going to have to follow suit. My mentor, uh, young Adam, gave five. I'm going to give it a five also. It started out wow. when I when I saw it decades ago. It, it would have been a three, and then as I said, with this second uh, second look and further assessment, I bumped it up a couple. I'm giving it a five too, just like you. Y-A. So that's, so that's, so we're we're still at five where it's up to you. It's resting on Darth's uh, viney. This totally meaningless (laughs) thing that we're doing. It's all down to you. (laughs) I'm sweating bullets here. Okay. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah. So back in the nineties, I was a huge fan of Batman forever. Once again, that's another one that I haven't seen in a very long time. And I loved that one dearly. And I liked this one, too, just because it continued the franchise. You still had enough, like, recognizable people. I loved Michael Goh as Alfred. I love Chris O'Donnell as Robin because I think he does a really good job, despite the fact that he and Clooney have zero chemistry. But I didn't like this one as much as I like Batman Forever. So back in the day, I might have given it a six or a seven. And I'm going lower, guys. I've got to give it a three, and I'll tell you why. Because I know y'all, the uh, the Adams are saying that it's attempting that Adam West campiness, but I don't think it really is. It it do, it has so much campiness, but takes it too seriously. Unlike Adam West, who would punch somebody, and you see the visual bang, yeah. thwap, and that was not taking itself seriously at all. Which is why I think. You yeah, know, it the, misfires on the camp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't do camp well. And it had too many serious actors who were up and coming and really trying to be taken seriously in Hollywood. So it just didn't have the right vibe. So I've, I've got to give it a three. It's just, it's god awful. Well, by my math, that gives it uh, four minutes something. It's less than five. Yes. For, for me, though, I, I was such a huge fan of the tone and style that the Tim Burton movies were going for. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer those films. Yeah. And for a while, I was really upset that Schumacher came along and sort of uh, rebooted everything and, and took over and changed everything. But when I start to look at the Schumacher movies as their own separate universe as their own thing and sort of paying homage to the old campy Batman. I enjoy them on their own level now. So okay. fair, fair enough. And then um, I think before we get out of here, let's see if we can play one more quarantine game. Okay. So guys, I, I texted you and Mr. B about this the other day, and I don't know if you've had time to think about it, but you guys know, like, uh, and we haven't talked to Darby and Alyssa about this, but we have dubbed the generation of children that will be born nine months from now. Uh, they're the Coronita babies. <laughs> okay. So when they are teenagers, they will be the quarantines. Then when they are old enough to go to a bar, they'll be able to order themselves a nice quarantini. So we've done yeah. that game. That's been established. But what are the names of these children that are going to happen? And I can go. Oh, I can go. I oh, this. Alyssa's yeah. got one. Go for it. I have this. So because of the whole quarantine and everything and being a teacher, <laughs> you find that people love to like, spin common words that they use yes. during the time we're of conception honestly mm-hmm. we're gonna get some coronas yeah, well, yeah. we're gonna get some purels 
Oh yeah. <laughs> we are gonna have um at least one Lysol or Lysol. Yeah. Okay. Um, and definitely some quarantine and quarantinas. Yep. Okay, quarantina. I've heard that one. Um, I, I want I want to meet a kid named hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've also heard some people being like COVID or Codavid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh no. Name your daughter Toyla. You know. See, uh, my idea is going to be <laughs> Doctor Burks, <laughs> <laughs> Fauci. No, I think I've got it, you guys. I think I've got it. So, you know, Alyssa, a similar setting, and this is how I visualize it. There's going to be a young girl, you know, doing roll call with her teacher, and uh, it's going to be the first day of school, and they're going to be like, uh, "Corin," and the girl's going to correct them and say, "No, it's Karen." It's spelled like Quarren, but it's pronounced Karen. Karen. So that's how that's going to go. Yeah, I can see that. Or like I saw one where it was like a teacher going through roll call and it was like Purell, Lysol, Quarantine, Quarantina. Then it was like Joe. And she's like, oh, thank God. (laughs) The common name, Joe. And it's like, oh, you go by your first and middle name. What's your middle name? Exotic. Joe Exotic. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, a lot of Baskins. Uh, yeah, lots, uh, lots of Baskins, but no Carols. No, no Carols. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Mr. Brown, do you have any suggestions? I I had them, but guess who stole them all? Uh, me? <laughs> you did. You're right. My favorite one, because it's multipurpose. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to have some vitamin C's out there too. Um, yeah. some echinaceas. Oh, yeah. We already had a, we already had one vitamin C, and look how that vitamin turned C. out. Yeah. Gosh. Put a I mean, I still stand page. by the fact that I went to high school with twins that were named Lamangelo and Orangelo. Did you really? And it was spelled like lemon jello and Did, orange jello. But wait, but you oh you actually yourself knew yes. these people. Yes. That's worse than Alfred and Wilfred. Way worse. Lamangelo <laughs> <I know. laughs> and and there knew- were other sets of twins that were named Alexander and Alexandra, and they both went by Alex. That's oh sweet that's, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I knew twins who were born on Christmas Day, and they were named Holly and Noel. And I thought, oh. you know, uh, it's borderline. All right, all right. You know, see, Mr. Brown, my, this is my best friend. Went to high school with a guy named Mary Christmas Nickel. Oh no. Well, see, I think this makes Mr. Brown feel better about his son's middle name, as we oh, well God, know. What's your son's middle name? Danger. Danger. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. But see, I that's classic. Yes. To me, that that doesn't, you know, ring super corny. So there you go. Well, I, I, I just watched Goldmember, and my two yeah. <laughs> name of the two twins is Fook You and Fook Me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Love it. Why don't we close with that? Absolutely. Yeah. On that bombshell. <laughs> well, we, we do want to thank, uh, first of all, we want to thank all of our guests. Absolutely. For zooming us, in. Who have joined us here tonight. Uh, virtually. Because that's what we're doing nowadays. They zoomed in with an Adam West sound effect. Yes. But but we also want to thank you guys uh, out in the audience. We, we've had a few people who have uh, uh, reached out to us to ask us how we're all doing. Yeah, we um, didn't know you cared. That's really impressive, wow. guys. Totally, thank pre- you. totally appreciate that. Uh, we are... Doing well. We're here. We're we're still going to be making episodes. We're maintaining uh, a respectful social distance yes, from yes, one social, another, even social in the distancing, studio. Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, look, we're still pulling for all of you guys out there. We're all in this together. Absolutely. And, you know, 
we we hope that you're holding together and we hope mm. that our shows help a little bit if it helps just a tiny little bit then we're doing our jobs yes and our support page is still a work in progress we are working on supporting uh anybody who's you know suffering during the pandemic as far as work so hairstylists uh artists uh any anybody really yeah. if you've got something that we can link to uh, if you're doing virtual services yeah. or if you've got a virtual tip jar, if you yeah. play piano or whatever, like or, we're, we're happy to help with that. Uh, so please send that to if us. If you're a restaurant that does takeout and you've got a link to a page where people can send us that, we'll, you know, put, put a link there. You know, yes. we, we want to help out. Because like with Variant Brewing, they're currently doing curbside crowler service, which is great. Uh, so we're still in Variant Beer while we're filming, which is awesome. And they're being respectfully socially distant, and you can just pick up your Crowlers curbside. You can even order on their website and tip the people who are braving uh, their jobs there right now. Yeah. So please, if you can support someone local, please do it. And if you need help, please reach out to us on our social mediums, and we'll be more than happy to add you. It's a work in progress, as we said. So it, once we build it, we can st we can still add to it. So if you're late to the game, send us your stuff, and we'll we'll get you added on there. And so everybody, be well. Thank you for spending your daytime, your nighttime, your not drive time, right. or uh, whatever time it was with us. We'll see you very soon. Be well, be safe. Good night.